highest troll, the fucking Donald Trump of the fucking podcast. <laughs> By far the worst fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Damn bad. Hundreds of thousands. Listen, oh my god, yeah. Dude, listen, listen to me. I, I chuckled during that scene. I was like, the fuck? That's what Holy I'm shit, we keep talking in circles. I'm telling you. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the second episode of Job Squad Media Podcast. If you're listening to us on iTunes, check us out on YouTube. Type in Job Squad Media. And if you're listening to us on YouTube or watching us on YouTube, type in Jobber Radio, which is what we're under on iTunes. So yeah, check that out. I am Jake, aka Bomber. And as you can see or hear, we got Rico right over here. What's going on, man? What's up, man? How's it going? Dude, I see you got the damn hat on again. I will always have this hat on. Oh, wait, okay, well, okay. Let's do it. And oh. then right over there with a brand new camera, brand new camera, uh, the troll, hiatus hey, troll. What's yeah. Hey, what's going on? I like, I, we can actually see. That's you now. what you look like in high definition. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, uh, we'd rather have it in low definition. Are no, you wearing that scrubs? hair is just so majestic. That is, that is pretty legit hair. Are you wearing scrubs? <laughs> 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 That's my fucking work shirt from Toys R Us. Oh, okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And then right over there, we got uh, Sweet Johnny Cage. What is up? How's it going? Uh, you know, not much. Not bad. I mean, uh, just, you know, <laughs> in the other room as always. But anyway, uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about today because we all went and seen Creed. And that's going to be our movie spotlight for the show. We're going to be talking about Creed. The what, Is it the sixth Rocky movie? Seventh. Seventh? Seventh Rocky? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, there was five in the original series yeah. and Rocky Balboa. And Rocky Balboa, this. yeah. Although some people say that uh, the movie that De Niro did with... Uh, oh, uh, yeah. The movie that Sylvester Stallone did with De Niro, I always forget the name of it. A lot of people say that that's a Rocky movie, but I don't know. No way, man. No fucking that ain't a Rocky movie. But has everybody... I, I first? Wouldn't, of, I wouldn't even oh, no. consider that a Rocky movie. No. Or even Creed. I think Creed is its own. Oh, no, geez. Creed is Stand absolutely alone. a Rocky movie. It's got a Rocky Balboa. It's a yeah. spinoff, man. Come on. Uh, I mean, it's a tra- it's a transition into it, but first of all, has sure. it, I can agree with that. Has everybody seen all of the other Rocky movies? Like yes. every one of them. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, I yeah. actually don't think I've seen Rocky Five all the way through. I've seen bits and pieces. Like I've seen like a street fight, which I heard is like the big fight of the movie. I mean, I heard that was like the weakest Rocky movie, but. I think we're all in agreement that Rocky Four was the best Rocky movie, correct? I don't know if I like that over the original. Yeah, I, think, I still think the original is pretty stellar. Yeah. I mean, all, if Rocky really? One is a ten, Rocky Four is like a nine point eight. But it, <laughs> I wouldn't say Rocky is a ten, though. Rocky's not. 10. I'm just saying, on the scale of well, creating was, a Rocky okay. movie, that would be it. Yeah. Well. Well, look at that. We have a disagreement on that. It happens to be just me, so perfect. But anyway, I think everybody's in agreement, except me. Except so, where me. you guys I are looking for is agreement. That's exa- whatever. <laughs> I think four. To me, four. Words on the show, guys. It's four is the best. Yeah, we'll stop using big words. For me, uh, anyway, we're going to talk about Creed and where it fell in the Rocky timeline, or as far as uh, the rankings. And what you guys overall thought about the movie? Uh, who wants to kick things off with their thoughts, overall thoughts first? Uh, my thoughts are pretty long-winded, so I'll let somebody else start. The typical John <laughs> answer right there. You know what? I got a lot to say, so we're going to pass it on to somebody else. Well, no, I don't want to, you know, steamroll people, so I'll, I'll yeah. save it. 
All right. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a pretty good movie. Um, I think there's a lot of potential for like a couple sequels in that movie. Actually, I was telling uh, what was it Elias about earlier? Uh, you know, it's just a coming story of uh, you know, like uh, what was it uh, Apollo Creed's illegitimate son apparently has an affair and you know gets uh, put in foster care or whatnot or put in like you know some sort of a juvenile detention facility or whatnot and you know is he's given a hard life. You know, compared to, uh, compared to, I guess, uh, his other siblings or whatever. What he should have had, yeah. I don't know. I, so, like, what, what did you, what was your favorite part about the movie? Like, what was something that, like, really got you hard? <laughs> I think, uh, them, like, uh, just training, like, to be quite honest. I, <clears throat> oh, I did like it when he got his ass knocked out, and, uh, what was it? That uh, was the ring. Uh, was he over at the uh, Delphi Stadium or yeah. the Delphi uh, uh, gym or his? Uh, what was it? Where his dad? Uh, well, it wasn't his dad, but uh, his dad's trainer, his son. Okay, so uh, <clears throat> he was telling him that he's not going. He wasn't going to train him or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, you corrected yourself. Oh man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I oh. figured out who. We were, I we were who talking through text earlier, and you said, "Oh, it was his brother." Well, like, I mean, yeah, I didn't I'll realize. I didn't, stream. I didn't realize who it was until I I looked it up and all yeah. that stuff. So do your due diligence, you know. son. Yeah. So hey, shut the fuck up, all right. All right. <laughs> so okay. So Rico, what what uh what was your what did you think about over think about the movie overall? There we go. I thought I actually thought it was well written. Okay. Uh, you should, oh, you didn't <laughs> think so, John? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'll 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 get to that point. You you do yours. Because <clears throat> that's one of the things that I'm going to talk about. You know, I thought the dialogue between uh, Adonis and and Rocky was kind of that could have been better for the most part. But as far as everything else, uh, dialogue and screenplay, I thought it was good. Um, definitely a lot grittier than what we've seen in the later Rocky movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm just. I'm still kind of. You just seen it like just a minute ago, right? I did. Like, I, I you did. literally just came out. I, I literally just watched the movie and practically forgot about it because I locked my keys in my car. <laughs> <laughs> well, I leave the theater and there's no. I, I don't have my keys with me and I'm thinking, you know, freaking out, panicking, like, oh my god, where the fuck are my keys? Yeah, we normally Walk record. <laughs> There's the fucking ignition. The radio's on. I'm like, fuck. Wait, the radio was on. What? Yeah. Wait, so the car wasn't running. Time. You got out of your car with the radio running and shut the door and did nothing. The car wasn't running. I turned it off, but the you know it was still turned. And the radio bar that the radio could turn on and you know power was running through the (laughs) through the the battery. But it sat on for two hours apparently because that's how long the fucking movie is. Yeah, it was a little long. It was a little long. There um, was two training montages. There, yeah, yeah there was. <laughs> there was. I didn't think you needed two training montages. I mean, yeah. come on. How much? We understand how, how, what kind of vigorous training boxers go through. We don't need to see, you know, <clears throat> two montages. Well, I mean, this was, um, I can't remember another Rocky movie where there were two fights for the main character. Like, in, in Rocky Four, Creed fought Ivan Drago, yeah. died. So that was one fight, and then when Rocky fought Drago, Spoiler. that was, you know, that's when he had a training montage, but 
yeah, it was it was pretty interesting that that they did a montage for each one of the fights. Well, there was two main fights in Rocky Three. You know, the first time when he fought Clever Lang, lost. You know, yeah. he basically threw the fight, and Mickey died, and then you know he uh, Apollo Creed reinvigorates him, and he gets his mojo back basically and fights Clever Lang again. Yeah. Well, I I think it's important though that they did have these montages though because the fact that you know when he goes into that uh, Adelphi uh, what was it? Jim, he's like, oh, I've won 15 round, uh, 15 matches, but he was like all in Tijuana or whatnot, and he was like, his, his uh, was the trainer goes like, that's nothing, you know, that's like, you know, it's just like a brawler's league or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so now he's like, when he was training there, like he was all training on his own, but now he's actually training Rocky, you know, in that first match, you know, finally getting his, you know, feet underneath him, and then uh, he finally gets thrusted. The fight, you know, the heavyweight champ or the light heavyweight champ on the last one. I'm like, yeah, that's a big transition from going from that first guy to the second guy. Well, it's, that's a, it's a similar. That's plot. a good point, though. That's so. a real good point because in other Rocky movies, you don't, you don't, you know, let's let's not forget the first Rocky movie. Rocky was doing the pretty much the same thing. He was fighting yeah. really kind of dark matches, wasn't really noticeable, but just because of his heart and willpower, you know, he was given a shot. Um, but, I mean, if you look at Adonis in this movie, he really doesn't know the fundamentals of boxing, and you actually see that. I mean, this is the first time I think you've ever seen this in a Rocky movie where they're actually showing him the fundamentals, and he actually has a hard time learning it. Well, and, he gets, and he gets even, – he even gets to the point where he's frustrated, and Rocky has to sit there and humble him like, look, it's not going to be easy. It's going to take hard work. It's, that sort of happened in Rocky IV when uh, Apollo was training Rocky – not uh, sorry. It's Rocky, three? Rocky three. Yeah, yeah when they're training on the beach. Is that Rocky yeah. three? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he teaches him how to dance. Like that was something that is now pretty common in boxing. I don't know if it was back in the eighties, but that that was Rocky needing to learn like a a pretty basic fundamental of a footing in boxing because Rocky was basically just raw power. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's you know it. Uh, that's something that I really liked about Creed was it borrowed a lot of elements from a lot of the Rocky movies and built on them. You know, it's not just like, oh, here's an Easter egg from this movie, an Easter egg from that movie. It's like, no, like, if we're going to tell a boxing story, we need to be able to really tell a boxing story and not just, you know, throw five Rocky movies, five, six Rocky movies together and tell that story. So I thought that that was really good. One big problem that I had with the movie was there's a scene where he's, I don't know if he's in the, he's in the theater at his, at his, house we're mm. living with his mother and he's watching you know previous fights of rocky versus apollo mm-hmm. and i don't know if he's shadow boxing alongside rocky's movements or creates i'm pretty sure it's rocky's movements but he yeah. has this really um for some reason he just has this hate towards apollo and i'm just like dude why why are you like that i don't well, understand well that's the that's the theme of the movie is, is yeah. his uh, yeah. resentment of the name because it well that and the abandon well Kind of abandoned him for the most part. Yeah, yeah. But, That's why he's pissed off at him. He hates him. But guys, he, let's look look back at the at the movies, man. Who was by his side during the fights? The woman that he was having the affair with. You didn't see Marianne at all. Really? No, yeah. no, Marianne. No, Marianne was the one that. She was, uh, that was the one that he was married to. Are you sure? He was with her. Yeah. Yeah, I'm almost positive it was always her. You need to One do your research. Two, uh, they look too completely different to me. Yeah, it may have been a different actress, actress, although I don't think it was, because she looked very familiar to me. Yeah, yeah. Felicia Rashad was uh, when I was in the second, uh, the Creed movie. 
which was in the played the Cosby Spouse. Yeah, so, I oh, that's why. Few reason that, so, but uh, the person that played uh, I can't remember. I had it pulled up here a second ago. Well, I'll go on and give you my thoughts real quick, but you look that up. All right. Um, I think maybe unpopular uh, thing to say, but I think this is probably one of my favorite movies of all the rock. I think this movie was better than all the other Rocky movies, in my opinion. I think this was very a very good movie. Uh, it was very. Um, I won't get too much into detail, but I was like feeling it going through the movie. I was like, okay, not like to the point where I was about to cry. Oh, I cried twice. John, John, John cried twice, by the way. He told me that after the movie. I cried twice. I, I was feeling it like not like I was about to cry, but I was feeling – I was definitely feeling it throughout the whole movie. And I don't really remember feeling like that too often while watching movies. And I'm not the biggest Rocky fan of all the movies, but I did enjoy them. Um, but I think this was better than the Rocky movies in my opinion. I think this was very well done and it was a little long, but – it didn't bother me at all. I uh, I really did. I liked. I liked the fight. The actual fights. The first one, which was which a lot of people talk about, is the the one camera shot. Was I don't remember oh, what they called sequence. that. Single sequence. Yeah, there they never cut. They did the whole fight in I one take. I think there were some cuts, but I don't think that was one take. There's no fucking way that was one take. That's what everybody says everywhere. I've, Still though, I mean, I think there were cuts made. They were really, really, really well choreographed. Oh, it was. It, don't get me wrong. Like it, it looked phenomenal. It looked so real, man. It looked yeah. real, like a real boxing match. I was like, man, this looks so good, and that's what I enjoy. I saw yeah. some behind the scenes stuff. Uh, Sylvester Stallone put up on Instagram, uh, like shortly after the movie came out, um, in the final fight of the film between uh, the guy from Liverpool. I always forget his name. And uh, Adonis, yeah, Mickey Conlon, Conlon. yeah. yeah. Uh, when Adonis gets knocked out, he's actually taking that punch. He oh, yeah. really oh, yeah. gets rocked in the face. Like, oh, when is, he went down, that is real. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know if him out. getting knocked out is real, but that was a real punch to the face. That's awesome. Yeah, like so. And, I mean, and it, it might sound cliche, but that's like part of one of the favorite scenes of, of my favorite scene in the movie. You know, doing the, flash, doing the flashbacks of, oh, how, yeah. of leading up to where he's at, and then bam, you see that flashback from Creed. The way he gets like, up is like, oh, holy shit. Like, like possessed, like, motherfucker, you yeah, better get up. Yeah, and that's what the announcer says. He's like, like a man possessed. Don't you embarrass my legacy. Get the fuck up. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was <laughs> that, I mean, ugh, it's so And good. I like how it showed, like, it showed all this other stuff, but then as soon as it shows his dad, that's when he's like, bam. Yeah. And it just jumped good. up. That was, mm-hmm. that, was, that was very good. Uh, yeah. If I had to pick. Oh, what's up? Did you find that thing? Yeah, Lavelle Roby. Lavelle was the, Roby. Was the first uh, person to play the Creed's wife. So. Is it the same? Is that a different person? I don't same know. Same character, the... Marianne? Yeah, Marianne. Okay. So it was the same right. woman for then? Not the yep. same actress. No. Not the same actress. Okay, that's so why different. I thought it was different. Oh. Gotcha. That's why I thought it was different. Okay, that's fine. Live corrections here. Boom! Hey. Fat checking right on the spot. I like it. <laughs> gotcha. Someone's got to do it. Yeah. All right, so that was our. Uh, most of us, John. What's your overall? Because I have little tidbits I want to talk about. But what's your over, what's your overall thoughts? What do you got to say? Uh, it's definitely one of the best Rocky films. Um, I would put it up there with one and four. Um, I like Rocky one in first place for me, only because I mean it's one of the most inspiring movies out there, and Rocky four is basically just as good. Um, it's a little bit heavy-handed with the U.S. versus Soviets thing, but oh, I mean that so that was awesome. the time period, so. That's sort of expected. Um, 
Rocky Four's villain of Ivan Drago is just like next fucking level. Mm-hmm. And I don't know another film that can touch that, like another like Rocky film that touches that in terms of villain. But as far as storytelling, s- cinematography was great. The like the everything was so good, and that's what I really like about Rocky is like the Rocky films is that while it's telling the story of a character such as Rocky or Apollo or Ivan Drago, whoever, they really capture Philly super super well and. Yeah. Like the aerial shots, the you know the transition shots of you know the different buildings in the skyline and and all that. It's like that really helps you get engrossed in that world. Absolutely. And I mean, I've been to Philly dozens of times. You know, I'm originally from New York, so I used to go there for tournaments a lot. And like I've seen all those places, and I've watched um, James Rolfe from Cinemasker, who does the Anger Video Game Nerd. He also did a documentary called Rocky Jump to Park Bench. Mm-hmm. And it basically, it's a location tour of a bunch of spots in the Rocky films from one through five. I think he made it when the new one, was, when Rocky, Rocky uh-huh. Balboa was coming out. Um, so, like, seeing all those places and seeing all those, like, weird little pieces of trivia from that documentary and then seeing, you know, uh, Creed. And, like, one of my favorite pieces of that was when it was during, I think, the second training montage when Adonis is, like, walking through the market, like, the open-air market that Rocky does in the first film when somebody throws an orange at him or something. Like, it's like that exact shot was used before. But now it's, like, it's transitioning from Rocky's story at that point to Adonis' story at that point. And like Travis said, you know, that sets it up with the sequels. And I'm all for a second Creed movie and for him to, like, continue this legacy. So I, it was one of the best movies this year and one of the best Rocky movies for me. Yep. Yeah, I I like I like the whole fact of you know Rock's going through the was it non Hodgkin's lymphoma and it's actually showing oh, yeah. him decay mm-hmm. and it's like ah, it's such good really good cinematography yeah because they're yeah. both showing they're both basically going through their own like fight yeah. their own battle getting ready and stuff yeah yeah yep. really and I mean Rock nice. even said if you're fighting I'm fighting so and like he has him training in the fucking in the chemotherapy room <laughs> it's like holy <laughs> shit yeah <laughs> hard that's hardcore yeah that was great. He's he's like he's like he's like start. He's like, what you want me to get up and do it? He's like, come on. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Uh some of the small tidbits that I want to talk about that I really liked. I really liked the use of the graphics, like the title oh, screen. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, that was so good. That reminded me of so- Ian Cofino stuff from my guy. Yes. I, that's what exactly reminded me of that. Yeah, yeah. like each, every fire showed boom. It showed like their record, yep. their ranking, really their. That, I really that was really nice touch. That was something totally different and. That was really cool. I really liked that. Um, the acting was really good. There was one scene that I was talking to John about uh, before we recorded that. I felt the acting was a little iffy. It was in one scene. It was when Rocky and Creed first met in his restaurant when he was like looking at the picture on the wall. Yeah, that and was talking. a tough. The, the acting seemed a little – from the Creed uh, – Adonis, is that how you say his name? Adonis. <laughs> yeah, Adonis, yeah. Adonis, yeah. Adonis is acting – it was a little rough for me, like right there. But I mean, the rest of like, it was just that it was really weird because it was like that one scene. That had to have been either like the first scene they ever shot or like one of the last scenes. Cause I, or maybe like uh, it seemed like a director wasn't present or something because like the, the dialogue itself was like so stilted. And it seemed like Adonis was trying to be an asshole. Yeah. And I get at that point in the film, he yeah, felt like, really smug. Yeah. Like he, at that point in the film, he hadn't been humbled by Rocky. Like he hadn't mm-hmm. had that like fatherly mentorship that he eventually got from Rocky. Yeah. But 
I mean, even before that, like in the scenes that, you know, the two or three scenes that were before that, he still seemed okay. You know, when he's in the ring, sure, he's amped up and he's a dick. But like, if you're going to this guy to train you, like, why be a fucking prick about it? So I really (laughs) felt like that wasn't, like, the way he delivered that dialogue was not the way it should have been delivered in the script, but I mean, we'll never know. Yeah, but it was really weird because it was only that one scene. The rest of the movie, acting was great. Yeah. I uh, I wanted to get everybody's thoughts. What do you guys think about the girl, the uh, his girlfriend in the movie? What do you guys think about her? Did you did you think she was a critical part? Did you Was she not good? Good? What? Or was she, like, kind of forgotten? Or was I she, mean, like, I she think was she really did good? play a critical part. I mean, it's like he's he Adonis is also looking to her as a as a one of one of the key elements that he's trying to hold on to you know he's already shunned away rocky at this point and now he's he's not wanting her to shut him out and so she does I mean, that bitch does she shuts him out yeah she does like turns off the hearing aid can't hear takes you her, takes her earpieces yeah. out yeah and what are your guys thoughts on that 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 because if they do go forward down the road obviously that's probably gonna play into the things and she's losing her hearing, so, and she's a musician, which is crazy. So that's probably going to add a lot, like, going to add more drama. And, of course, I don't know how they're going to do more Creed movies and just completely, I think they're going to have to have Rocky die at some point. He'll probably fulfill the role of Mickey. Like, he'll die eventually. Oh, yeah, it's, it's going to have to happen. So you think he will be in, like, Creed 2, I assume? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, he'll fight, he'll fight uh, Delphi Academy's. Number one boxer. When I got the guy that knocked him out. The way in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, he was, uh, I think he was ranked number two. At, uh, yeah. When they gave him the ranking. And, and, then... and the other guy that you were talking about, uh, Travis, he's not coming back to fight. He's going. He's. I don't think he'll. He's going to jail for like five years. Seven I'm, years. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling you, you probably get off real easy somehow. Like you know, I, I'm pretty sure he's going to come back, and then they're going to make a big prime. deal. Gonna be the guy a from big... the main fight. Yeah, yeah. Ricky Conlon. Conlon, yeah. I think it's going to be a big deal about this because he's going to probably want to get his title back and all that stuff. And, you know, this is the only person that he wasn't able to beat, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, so the one last thing that I did, I mean, if you guys ever want to say anything, jump in. But one last thing I want to talk about was I think there were some really good funny moments in this movie. Oh, they, yeah. There was some, like, obviously it was more serious. Everything's more serious. But there were so many, like, little – Funny little jabs they did in there, like when he took the picture on the phone, yeah. and he's like, "It's in the uh, it's in the cloud," and Rocky's like, "What, <laughs> what cloud?" Right? <laughs> that, yeah. Just stupid shit like about. that. <laughs> that was so funny. Um, uh, there there was just so many other. There was one other. Uh, what was it? There was something else that was funny that I had in mind, but I can't uh, for the life of me think of it. But I just I really like how they snuck in a lot of funny stuff. And it wasn't awkward. Usually when they do that, it's like forced and seems weird. But I, I really think they – everything just went really well in this movie. And I I think it's – to me, it's my favorite – even though it's not a Rocky movie, whatever. But I it think it's – a Rocky movie. Yeah, you must be thinking about the part where Donna's asking him if he walks around naked in the oh, apartment. That, 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 that's not the thing I was thinking of, but that's another perfect – that's funny. That's <laughs> well, you, got like a normal, you actually got a normal reaction from Rocky. He's like, no, why would I do that? Who, who yeah. the fuck does that? Uh-huh. And then he jumps in and he's like, yeah, "You better." Hey, Jake, not Jake was just away for two days. He doesn't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, John. No so telling. I'm bug ass naked this morning, having a staring contest with our neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, that's how we roll. 
But uh, yeah. so anybody have anything else they want to throw in about Creed? Uh, oh, uh, yeah, I like to throw in something. Like you've seen, uh, have you ever seen like Friday Night Lights at all? Where sure. like uh, Michael B. Jordan, a play guy, played uh, Adonis Creed at all? Nope, this is the first time Was I've that seen the show him. or the movie. The show. The show. I didn't watch the show. Yeah, well, first time I've seen. If you've seen I've, him in that, then you've probably seen him in any other any other movies he's done, or uh, like he's really bulked up. To get into his role, I mean, oh, really yeah. bulked up. It's he is not like, easy, dude. Yeah, he, I'm pretty sure he put on like you know, 20 pounds of muscle easy. Just you know. think about learning to do those jump ropes. Come on, man, that shit oh, ain't yeah. easy. That looks that was intense, man. Yeah, dude. Jump yeah. ropes, training montage, like, man. They don't fuck around. That shit ain't easy. And that speed about... bag, let me tell you right now, speed bag, fucking hard. Oh, how awesome yeah. was that? That Rocky was actually doing the speed bag. That was pretty. Oh, cool. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah pretty talking crazy. about his uh, basically his diet and all that stuff and uh. His uh, work routine, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like he was like pretty much like six meals a day, which was pretty much nothing, though. I mean, what he was eating on stuff, and then uh, pretty much like protein shakes, and then fucking uh, you know supplements. Pretty much what it was. Real and then, fucking like, rocky workout. Yeah, yeah, really. I mean, he and he was he busts his ass to get in that rope shape. That's what I tell you. Uh, I'm I'm happy that he, that this movie's doing so well, especially for him. Because he was just in Fantastic Four, which it seems to be impossible oh. to make a good Fantastic Four movie. It is, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, Ryan Reynolds, when he did Green see. Lantern, and he did a different superhero movie, too. Did he? He did Deadpool. Deadpool. No, Deadpool. besides Deadpool. No. Maybe I'm thinking of something he else. Was well, he, was, uh, he was in Blade. Oh, I'm thinking of uh, Chris Evans, actually. Chris Evans was in another Fantastic Four movie, and then yeah. that flopped. So, like, when... They made two of those, I think. Yeah, like, when, when these great actors are in, unfortunately, shit films... It's really good to see them get into a film that does so well, because then you know you'll see them more. So I'm really happy for him that this is doing really well. I will say though that his character in the beginning of the film said "unk" four thousand times, and oh, yeah. I wanted to punch him in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I'm really glad that they did like the whole Philly slang, like how they had the explanation of what's a John, because I have Philly friends who use that word for everything. So I thought that was very funny, but. I've never heard someone say unk. Yeah, I mean, Ever. I didn't really have a problem with it. I guess I didn't really pay attention to how many times he said it. I thought it was kind of cool to give him, like, a little nickname. But he said it so many fucking times. Well, at least he didn't say rock. It doesn't like everybody call him rock. or just Champ, like, rock. Champ, rock. Champ. Yeah, dude, he's yeah. a fucking legend. Yeah. A fictional character has a real statue at the museum. Yeah, That's true. It <laughs> doesn't happen. It was a movie prop, but... <laughs> and I, honestly, I think I read somewhere that Sylvester Stallone was nominated for a Golden Globe for Supporting Actor. He was, yeah, he was. Yeah. That's the other thing cool. I want to talk about. Do you guys think this would win any awards? But I guess that's this the only one that I saw. This will win awards, was... yeah. I hope so. It was really good. So far, obviously, I I actually went back and looked. I've only seen at this point fifteen movies that came out this year, which I don't know if that's a lot or not. I don't know, but uh, I only plan on seeing one more, which is Star Wars. And I think this is probably yeah my favorite movie of the year so far. Maybe Star Wars will beat it. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> hands <yeah>. down, <laughs> maybe. maybe. I, I will say though, something else that bugged me a little bit about Creed was the amount of product and sponsor placement was a little heavy-handed. Um, YouTube is sort of excusable because that's sort of like a cultural thing. But the HBO Sports thing was just like, oh my fucking god, how much can you promote this? But that's they like. I told you, really, I, they like I, run boxing. You have to I get it, John. I get boxing that they run boxing. Is on the way out. Sure, so, but if you look at you know. any other Rocky movie, and yes, they are from a different era, it was not like that. It was simply like 
maybe that's just the problem with movies in general nowadays. But I felt like they sh- they close they did a close up on it so many times that it was HBO HBO HBO, and it just felt like we well, get that's it. if you watch a regular. I don't know how the last time you watched yeah, the fight. I mean, I, yeah, it's literally the HBO on boxing everything. Channel. Like, wasn't I, it part of like? Wasn't it like the way it was in the Rocky Balboa movie? The most recent I didn't Rocky see it. Movie? I honestly don't know. Yeah. So what I you haven't seen so. Rocky Balboa? No. Really. I, I mean, I know the major plot points. I understand that but Adrian like died. The final but... fight, like it's like an HBO presentation. They've I got, could have lived without a. They got the same uh, color commentary from Max Kellerman and. Oh, cool. So. Yeah, I wasn't too big on the last one. It was probably one of the, probably my least favorite Rocky movie. Actually, I haven't seen Five, but I heard that's so terrible. Bad. I heard Five so was basically bad. if There's you no want to see good boxing nowadays, you just go watch Creed or. Yeah, don't watch actual boxing. Don't watch actual boxing. <laughs> we all know that Conor McGregor is revolutionizing pretty, the sport, pretty, right? MMA 14, sport, 14, right now. 13 seconds, right? That he beat uh, Aldo. Right, that was pretty nice. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But all right, cool. Well, anybody got anything else? We don't. We don't Creed. Go see it if you haven't. Yeah. Oh, definitely. If you haven't seen it. What are you doing? You're crazy. Yeah. Just make sure to get your keys out of your car when you go in to go watch it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't get don't distracted your... talking to your wife, girlfriend, whatever, uh-huh. and then yeah. think you have your keys and just leave. Because mm-hmm. that's what I did. All right. All right. Well, let's get into uh, let's get into our next segment, which we actually had to cut out of our first episode because uh, we kind of did a little, we kind of goofed up on uh, our editing, our well. The way we recorded it in the – anyway, we cut it out of our first show, but we're bringing it back. It's a regular segment. It's called The Pre-Screen Verdict where we watch five movie trailers uh, and give a thumbs up or thumbs down on was it good? Does it make us want to see the movie? Was it hyped? Was it just absolute dog shit? And basically, <laughs> did it work for us? Was it a thumbs up or thumbs down on the trailer? And we're going to run through five of them. Not going to take too long on each one. We're just going to give a quick little couple – Thoughts on them and just roll through them. So, uh, all right, uh, we're just gonna kick it off with the first movie trailer, Independence Day Two. The uh, what is it called? The the resurgence, re- resurgence, resurgence. Um, John, you just watched this just a couple minutes ago, right? Or did you? Or what was that? Uh, I watched it this morning. Okay, well, what? Well, kick it off. What do you? Uh, what did you? What do you think? Um, so. <sighs> I mean, the first Independence Day is just such a legendary movie, and I remember where I was when I saw it. I remember who I was with. Like, it was such an iconic movie to me, mm-hmm. and this trailer just doesn't capture that. Like, sure, like, not having Will Smith doesn't break the movie for me because, the like, Independence Day for me wasn't about Will Smith. The plot was good. The special effects were fucking incredible for the time. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like this movie is, like, 10 years too late it like the trailer just I, doesn't do it for me i agree man i mean look it looks like the exact same plot except it looks like the humans have actually beefed up their their army yeah I mean, seriously they the and they didn't just, yeah what's good is that like it shows that like that the human race didn't just bury it under the rug like it never happened then again they fucking blew up the white house so how could you bury that but like you know <laughs> it, they didn't treat it like a roswell landing or something so like yeah they actually have like an earth defense force now which is pretty cool but yeah, ugh, I don't know. It just lacked. Okay. It just seems like they made it almost like a cash-in. Like, yep. figured, yeah, we can make some money out of this. How? Um, I'll, I'll go with uh, something. How do they 
get like everybody returned besides Will Smith just because he's too fucking big? I mean, this is a big movie. How does he not? How do they think, not get Will Smith back? Yeah, I think Travis. I read uh, something about uh, was it the director Emmerich saying that you know when Will Smith did his latest uh, latest uh, sci-fi film After Earth, he kind of got this fan <laughs> of sci-fi films, <laughs> and uh, he just yeah. kind of said no. So Will Smith just turned it down then. Switch. Yeah, he was he was actually really interested in doing it. I mean, I guess they were in talks about doing this for quite a while, and then he did After Earth, and then that flopped really hard, and he just didn't want to do another sci-fi film for a while. I guess and that's what I read on a in a, what was it? He did an interview. So. Right, that goes hand in hand with you get the result that you want based on the work you put in. Yeah. What do you mean by that? I mean, I mean, come on, After Earth, I don't even want to get into that, but it looks like that was just half-assed. I didn't Will see Smith, it. terrible acting. It just, it was terrible. Like, he just was using it as a cash cow, just trying to make money, and he just, his acting was half-assed. That's what I mean, like, if you're just going to half-ass something, was... you're going to get a half-assed <clears throat> result. I don't think it was really a cash cow. I mean, I think it was more like a cow oh, to get his exposed more uh, uh, into films and all that stuff. And uh, the role he was playing, he was supposed to play, you know, someone that was supposed to be... You know, non. Uh, there wasn't really showing a lot of motion, more like a robot. Yeah. So, know. so Travis, what? Uh, real quick, what were your uh, the Independence Day two? Uh, I could have lived without seeing that trailer. So it, did, it didn't didn't really I, do it, anything for you. It didn't do anything for me. I mean, it's like okay, we're gonna pretty much rehash, you know, this conflict, but you know, we're both, you know, more beefed up, and stuff, and then. You know, it seems that the president went crazy and all that stuff, and you know, you got Jeff Goldblum's big nose and all that stuff. <laughs> I love Jeff Goldblum. Mm. Oh, I, I, yeah. He's not making I, me go see the movie, but I, I mean, I, I'm, yeah. I like him a lot. Yeah, I'm just gonna be pissed. Well, I, I, they better have a Randy Quaid reference in there somewhere. I don't know where, but to me, he made the fucking first movie. He was so great. <laughs> the first movie. They better have a up yours or I don't know what. They better have something from Randy about a tribute to him somewhere in there. Honestly, the special effects in this trailer didn't look too good either. They have a quick like couple frame shot of what looks like uh, America's army against the aliens, and it looks almost like uh, Starship Troopers. Is that the name of that movie? Yeah, Starship hey, Troopers is great. For its it's time, a, it's a great good movie. Uh, okay, great for its time in the early two thousands. Yeah, what fucking year is it? Okay, gotcha. They're oh, using like it just looks so fake what they're doing. So I don't know, like that that again in the trailer that's called shot selection. And at this stage of their process, the movie's probably completely done, and they're just editing. So yeah. they should have had other shots to put in there aside from cheesy special effects. And that's really what worries me about the movie is like when I see things like that in a trailer, it's like how good is the actual final product? If this is supposed to make Correct. me go see your movie, that's not doing it. True, and I just want to say one last thing before we give our thumbs up, thumbs down. I uh, the one thing I did like about the trailer, it, I think it might be interesting. You see, it, like where they're actually, it looks like on the moon, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Weird. Well, I think to me, I think that's interesting. Shows there because I know in the first one they went out to the mothership, and this time they're actually they're going out again, but they're actually going to be out like in the elements out. Yes, in, so uh, that might yeah, that's pretty cool. I guess that looks cool to me, but. Uh, all right. Anyway, let's do our thumbs up, thumbs down, everybody. Uh, Independence Day two. What uh? What are your guys' thoughts? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Go for it. We got troll. Ooh, thumbs down. It's unanimous. What do you? Where's my thumb? Oh, your thumbs up. Sorry, I just assumed you didn't like it. And I can't. 
I I like the first one so well. Honestly, dude, you can't top that. No, no, you're not going to top it. So actually, just so if you're not watching the show and you're listening, I was the only one that gave a thumbs up. Everybody else gave thumbs down. Um, I don't know. Something about it. Something about it still. It's got everybody returning, and I really love when movies come back and everybody return. Well, of course not Will Smith, but like yeah. even the fucking the, – like the generals or whatever from the army are returning in it, so – I I I think it'll be okay, and I pro- I I probably go. I I'd be interested in seeing it when it comes out. See, that to me shows that it's like, in a way that show that to me shows that it's like a weak thing, like that they need that cast to carry the movie, because it's just like a <laughs> like this is so late. No, it's not that they need it. It's just it's good that they didn't abandon everybody like and I get guess. new people. I guess, and maybe it's just more. Nostalgic. When did the first one come out? Ninety nine, ninety eight, ninety six. 96, holy shit. 96, man. Wow. I was wow. eight. That's that's crazy to think about. But anyway, all right. So let's go on to our next movie. Uh, this is going to be interesting. Okay. The Legend of Tarzan is going to be our next one. Fuck this trailer. Fuck this, man. Fuck this trailer. The CJ <laughs> looks like absolute dog shit. I mean, oh. seriously, dude. Are you, I mean, what times, happens how, in how this many, trailer? How, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All it shows is a fucking man running with wild gorillas. It shows Come nothing. On, it explains nothing. Well, this trailer's we, up we its own ass. We know the story of Tarzan. Come on. I I watched the Disney version. I've seen. I I hope. Uh, what's Brandon Fraser? Fraser is going to be in. <laughs> yeah, dude. Even looking is at Phil Collins soundtrack the, on. <laughs> Even looking at the character they they casted for Tarzan, Alexander oh, Skarsgård. Yeah, Eric from True Blood. If people want to, comp- uh, you know, figure out who that is, but he's bulked up and he just doesn't look right. He doesn't look proportioned. He looks, he does look like a gorilla, but you're not gonna look like that. <laughs> stupid. It's just retarded. If it's you also, haven't seen the trailer, go watch it. And you'll know what I'm talking there's about. There's no context in the trailer at all. Absolute dog. It's just shit. like it. They just like threw shots together. Who's going to go watch that? You think people are going to go watch that from seeing that? Come on. That makes me I, not you know want to watch it. You know, I, I watch probably it. watch it for the simple fact that, you know, they bring Tarzan into civilization. and <laughs> You need to just stop. <laughs> you know what? Just stop. Hey, hey, opinions matter, okay? Yours don't. I'm surprised they actually got some decent actors in it. How the hell did Samuel Jackson get in this movie? And Christoph Waltz. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Yep. Oh, he's the a, guy who played both of them. Oh, the Spectre guy. Yeah, I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. He's also what? in Glorious That's Bastards. actually the first thing I re- recall him being in. What else was he in besides Spectre? In Glorious Bastards? Chain? That's like so how I, he I, I've out. never actually seen that. What'd you say? You ever seen Django Unchained? Or... I actually haven't oh, yeah. seen Django He's Unchained. Master yeah. He worked with Samuel Jackson in that. Yep. Let's play Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. See, I haven't seen... <laughs> We're not talking about Kevin Bacon. <laughs> um, but does anybody this day have... forward, every fucking episode, we will say the name Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yep, that's going to be our thing. But, um... From my thoughts, I, I uh, of course, I got to agree. I watched it. Um, my friend Glenn told me, hey, there's a new trailer you need to check out. Tarzan. <laughs> you need to check it out. And um, I did. And, yeah, that's immediately I'm like, yeah, we're definitely going to talk about this on the show. <laughs> we can't. The taste, the taste in that man, that that man's taste in movies has literally decreased every year. It just yeah. dramatic decline. For and our I'm sorry if you're listening to this. Don't know who Glenn if you're is, listening to this podcast, brother. brother, I'm sorry, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. The happening. Glenn. I remember when we 
<laughs> whose birthday was it, by the way? That was my birthday. My it birthday. We're like, we wanted to go. Birthday. Yeah. We, either, he, we either had the choice of The Happening or The Strangers. And somehow we got swindled into seeing The Happening, which was by far the worst fucking movie I've ever seen in my <laughs> it's life. Pretty damn bad. Oh, and I, I, I would never ever. Let, yes. I would never ever let that down. No, uh, I actually hope one day. I don't know how we're going to do it, but I hope somehow one day we will get Glenn on the show because he's he's very funny. But he's <laughs> quite a character. Anyway, yeah, it's it's Rico's brother and our friend. So Ricochet. You know, I don't want people to to call me Rico Suave. Oh, sorry, Rico, like Ricochet. Shit way so. too much. Rico Ricochet. Sorry, Ricochet. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah. So uh, as I assume, everybody. Well, I don't know. Travis was saying that he might want to see it. Let's do thumbs up, thumbs down. Tarzan, guys. What do you think? For real. Trailer. Let's do it. No oh, bullshit. Wow. Troll. You I are trolling. You know, hey, shit. sometimes some trailers that have like that don't really, you know, talk about the movie. You lied. I mean, there, was, there wasn't really too much. All it is saying, hey, he's in a jungle. He's playing out with apes. You know, there's Samuel Jackson, there's this chick, and then he goes in civilization. That's all there is to it. There's got to be something more to this movie. You I know. don't know, man. I'm going to tell I, you right I, now. I don't understand how you're going to elaborate on that. You know, that's retarded. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I honestly believe that that trailer is the plot of the movie in reverse. Probably. I, I really think that what that movie is going to be, judging by the, the last scene of the trailer with Samuel Jackson putting down the, the comic or whatever it is, calling Tarzan King of the Jungle, I really believe that the whole movie is going to be a flashback or that they need him to go to the jungle to rescue Mary Jane or something. Like, they can't... I don't know. <clears throat> Fuck that trailer. Well, for those of you yeah. that uh, are not watching on YouTube, uh, everybody gave a thumbs down except for Hiatus Troll, the fucking weird... the fucking Donald Trump of the fucking podcast. Fucking <laughs> going fired, out... motherfucker. Out in left field, going with the crazy shit. He wants to see Tarzan based on that trailer. So, anyway... We're going to go on now uh, to the third movie trailer, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Um, what do you guys think? Nope. Utter shit. <laughs> <laughs> this Dog is the haters shit. episode. Utter shit, man. Ugh. Just leave the originals the way they are. I don't think the turtles don't look good. Bebop and Rocksteady. No. I don't think Bebop look very and Rocksteady look better than the turtles. Are you I, I'll give true? you that. I still don't think they look very good, though. And by the way, I just no. want to do a little shout out because I'm a big wrestling fan. Uh, Sheamus, the uh, former world champion who just lost the title uh, on Monday, he uh, he was um, Bebop. He oh. plays Bebop. Cool. Yeah. Would but. have never guessed. Hey, it's you see like him in a smidgen of a second in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. He probably he, doesn't. Did you do the mocap for it, or did you just do the voice? I don't think he even did. The, I don't think he does the voice. So then how is he? I don't know. They just used him as an image, maybe. Because whenever they're running through, like whenever they're, they say they have like one line in the trailer, and that's definitely not his voice. I I get that they're trying to do like the new age for the Ninja Turtles, but I just don't. It doesn't seem entertaining to me. I gotta hear Travis's. It's very cheesy and. <clears throat> It's the Ninja Turtles. I'm not going to say Michael Bayish, but that's just what I get. No, from. that movie's absolutely Michael Bayish. Oh, yeah. by the way, by the way, I do have to say real quick, the very beginning of it looked I thought it was fucking Transformers. Like when the shit comes like <laughs> falling in. 
It looked exactly yeah. like Transformers for a second. He's Dude, the, re no the Michael slow Bay. mo scenes, the slow mo scenes when the turtles are moving all how, how they're moving. It looks like fucking Transformers. Just Michael replace it with Transformers. That's what it is. I'm telling you guys right now, this is a proven thing. Michael Bay has reused shots in his own movies. Oh yeah, you can look that up on YouTube. He has reused the same exact shot, like the same film strip of a shot, twice. It's weird. So it's not unlike him to like redo things like that. That's what you call being green. <laughs> so I gotta hear what what Travis. What do you think, Troll? What are you what are you going with this? You know, I love Stephen Amell for what he's done with oh, right. the Arrow, and you know, other stuff he's done. What was it? Heartland. You know, if you've seen that before, and this right here, I I I don't like it. He's not. You know, he, just, he doesn't he, like, look he, like Casey Jones to me. Exactly, and then the fact that you know. You know, the interaction between April O'Neil and Casey Jones in the trailer, I was like, they hate each other's guts in the original movie. Yeah, you they know? do. I mean, what is with us? I mean, she's like, man, you know, she's about to have a wet dream or somewhere. And yeah. Just seeing him. Yeah. I'm like, we could just do without that shit. And by the way, for those of you who are watching us on YouTube... Sweet Johnny Cage, I swear to God, that is the fucking could be the stunt double for Jason Amell. Tell me, Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell. Sorry, sorry. The name right, brother. Sorry, sorry. Stephen Amell. Sorry, I swear to God, he looked to me identical. I get it all the time. I, I swear to God, it looks exactly like him. Especially but. when I have this stubble that you guys can't see, but yeah, I get it all the time. That's funny. So if if you're listening to us, go check us out on YouTube and go look at this motherfucker. Tell me he does not look like. Fucking the arrow. Hey, Jake. Yeah. Can you plug our YouTube channel one more time? Uh, Job Squad Media. Check it out. Yep, it. There we go. Hit, hit that subscribe button. <laughs> but anyway, no, but for real, my thoughts. Um. Yep, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The CGI was Crickets. pretty god-awful. Crickets man. is Ugh. all you got. I mean, it that's is. the preview... After the preview airs, nobody fucking talks because they're like, "Yep, I'm not going to see that fucking goddamn piece." <laughs> just, just like Fuck I that. said, like, how, just, how the hell does this shit get greenlit? I mean, just what on. I call them. This was a, it, it is a CGI fuckfest. Okay, wow, there's a lot of CGI in here. It's Michael um, Bay, dude. I like how it has the same characters coming in. Um, oh, you can't. Nope. Oh, oh, what do you mean? It's always going to be the same. Like Will Arnett? No, no, no there's. Shit, like oh, okay, they, okay, they okay. keep them coming back and stuff. Like not like the main turtles, but I mean like the same actors fulfilling the same roles. And um, I agree with Troll, and I guess everybody else. Uh, Casey Jones casting seems kind of awkward and weird. He, yeah, that's strange. He's way too like in shape and like sound uh, good looking. Right, okay. Yeah, like, no, Casey Jones is gotta... supposed to be like a like a little scrungy. He's supposed to be like a rugged like rugged kind of yeah, dude. Yeah, scrungy like airhead kind of looking guy. Yeah, he's yeah. supposed to be. I, I would see see him as like being a little arrogant, and and I didn't get that air of him in that. Yeah, it seemed like he was like ready to help. It's like no, and, Casey Jones wants nothing to do with this. And doesn't Casey Jones in like in the original movies and on the comics doesn't he always have like long black hair? Yeah, yeah. every single time. He's like a and rocker, now, man. Yeah, and now he like looks a... like fucking John, sweet Johnny Cage now. <laughs> yeah, like, he he's like he almost looks like like a thinner Dave Grohl, like from that era of the nineties. Yeah, in so, his Nirvana so, days. The casting, a little weird on that. Um, I watched it. I know John didn't watch the first Ninja Turtles movie. Did you guys watch Fuck it? No. Hell Troll? no. I Troll watched the originals. 
I love well, those. Of course. Yeah, you... originals, but... Wait, so you're telling me nobody in here has seen the oh, first Turtles? Oh, that wouldn't waste my, my money. That there you you watch the first Turtles? Yes, Separated I did. Separated at birth. I did. I, okay. I don't care what you guys say. I did watch the first Ninja Turtle movie, and after the movie, I walked out. I enjoyed it. I, I Wait, don't care. you saw it in theaters? Yes, yes, I, I did. Just, oh, you poor soul. No, I don't. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> I, poor soul. I swear to God, I watched it and I enjoyed the movie. I'm not saying like it's better than the originals, but I enjoyed the first Ninja Turtle movie. Uh, You're getting paid to say that. No, I, <laughs> I swear to God. And I'm with after, you on that one, troll. We may disagree a lot, but I'm with you on that one. No, no. Okay, look, and I'm, I'm not even, I'm not shitting you guys. I'm not just going, going opposite and stuff. I swear to God. This trailer didn't look that bad to me, and I will. I I did. I I will watch this movie. I will watch this movie. You Michael Bay closet lover. So let's no, not no. Be going to that one with you. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Hey, if it's gonna be a spotlight, it's gonna be a spotlight, oh, baby. Fuck no. No. All right. So Start anyway, votes thumbs, on these things. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. Yeah, thumbs up. Thumbs down. It. I'm going thumbs up, and everybody else is going thumbs, thumbs down. That's fine. I will be alone in this one. Get a lot of <laughs> yeah, Rico is thumbing his or fucking his own thumb there. But uh, anyway, I I will go it alone. I have no problem giving a thumbs up to this movie. Yeah, I you're damn right. You're going to the I am a big Ninja Turtle fan. I was already ready for this one, dude. I'm a Ninja Turtle fan too, but I'm not yeah. going to support this garbage. I yeah, a lot of stuff is sacrilege, man. They don't even say Kyle Bung in the dang on animated series now. I, I don't even care if you're watching. Yeah, right here. Boom. Ninja Turtles. Oh, I'm a big man. Leonardo I fan. I spend another breath on this topic. Let's move on to the next trailer. Yeah. All right. Fuck, Let's move. Fuck Michael Bay. Let's fuck move on. Turtles 1 we'll, and 2. We'll talk about this again when it's a movie spotlight. Anyway, I'm kidding. Anyway, here we go. We're going straight into X-Men Apocalypse, the new X-Men uh, trailer. <laughs> what do you guys think? I think it looks better than I expected it to. Oh, yeah. Me too. When I first saw... Apocalypse in the leaked set photos, I was like, oh, he looked like Ivan Ooze from the Power Rangers movie, but he actually looks pretty good in action. Um, I'm glad we got to see some, you know, cam uh, some other mutants uh, that are going to make a little bit of a cameo. Like we saw Jubilee, which I didn't know she was going to be in the movie. Granted, I don't follow these movies super closely, but we saw Jubilee, we saw Storm, we saw Psylocke, um, and I'm actually pretty excited to see... Um, now I can't remember her name. Who's the actress who plays Psylocke? Olivia Munn. Olivia Munn. She oh, was yeah. in she was in an NBC series a few years ago that was actually pretty funny, but was in a bad time slot and just didn't do well. And I mean, you know, a lot of us know her from Attack of the Show on G four and Tech T V. She's great. And yeah, I thought she was pretty funny on that too. Granted, yes, she's I wanna say she's a model first, but I think she's pretty funny and, and I'm glad to see her in a movie that has potential to do really well. Because mm -hmm. this is a really good arc for X Men right now, with the starting with Days of Future Past, and that to me was the best X Men movie out. Like I oh, love yeah. Days of Future Past, hands down. Best I didn't see the last movie. Um, I'm gonna see it definitely before I see Apocalypse. But yeah, I mean, I'm ex I'm definitely excited for this movie. Um, I'm probably gonna have to brush up too, because again, I'm not the biggest in the superhero movies. I don't, I don't think I've seen an X Men movie since X X Men Two. Maybe. Well, that's great, man, because Brian Singer did X-Men 2, which you can just pick up with X-Men First Class, X-Men Days of Future Past. Actually, I've seen Wolverine. I, well, that's probably not part of the X-Men, but... 
Hey, did you see Wolverine or X-Men Origins Wolverine? Aren't there two Ugh. different Wolverine movies? <laughs> we saw, oh we saw a bootlegged version of X-Men we... oh, man, Origins Wolverine. Yes. <laughs> and it was so terrible. Like, it the wasn't graphics even... shit yeah, wasn't really... It wasn't done. It wasn't done. Polished finished. It looked really bad. And it was actually funny to watch. Yeah, you could see Deadpool, like, when he was doing his stuff. You could see the wires on him. And there you was... know that's not Deadpool? Wait, what? Oh. That's not Deadpool. They just gave Ryan Reynolds two swords. Oh. Well... Wow. Yeah, I didn't, know, I didn't know that. Well, there you go. Well, that dude, whatever he was, I'm you can see the wires that. on him. It was a portraying. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'll double check that. But I'm almost so, positive that's not Deadpool. And I'm also not, I'm, I'm not well versed in the X Men world. I don't even know who the main bad guy is. Like what it's he the is. The first mutant man, the mutant of. They uh, explained it in the trailer. Be all. Yeah, I got that. But I mean, like, I don't know like anything. What's his name? Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Oh, that's his name. Yes. Do you pay attention to things? I watched the trailer. It's I just understood... the dang on title. No, I know. I thought that meant like that he's gonna cause the apocalypse. I didn't know like that's his name. <laughs> but and yeah, I watched. I saw the trailer. Yes, I saw that they describe what he is. He's the first mutant and all that, and he can I guess control other mutants or something. Hey, I yeah. think he has like basically almost every ability. That's pretty cool. But see, like, and I there's a, several X Men that who I did, I didn't I don't know who the fuck they were. I didn't recognize them. I don't know. Um, but having said that, I think the trailer was actually very good and definitely, in, uh, got me interested in I'm, I kind of want to watch it and, I, and almost makes me want to like catch up and watch any of the ones that I've been missing. Cause I haven't seen like, future pass is great, man. I haven't seen yeah, like man. three of them. Oh, that's the other thing is, was that like a reboot or something? You need to start with X-Men first class. So oh, I'm actually thinking first class. I've seen first class, have not seen days of future past. You haven't seen days of future past. You no. need to. And I, I you know seen good, Interstellar. But... You haven't seen Days of Future Past. Interstellar's right there. I've seen the box. <laughs> just haven't opened it. But is is it a, like a reboot or what is this? Because I obviously no. like the Hugh Jackman's not in it. It's and almost all that. like the flashback, the start. The... Yeah, it's it's sort of like so they explain uh, where P- Professor Xavier comes from. They explain where Magneto comes from. Okay. Basically, all like the the main mutants from the 90s and 2000s films with Hugh Jackman and Patrick yeah. Stewart, but then Days of Future Past ties those two timelines together. Perfect. And they basically, like, adventure together. So, okay. Yeah, they are all and connected. Apocalypse is taking place in the 80s. Oh, so this takes place timeline-wise in the 80s. It yeah. picks up where it left off on Days of Future Past. I better not see a fucking iPhone then. That's all I gotta say. But, uh, cool. I'm excited for Young Storm. Uh, that that looks really yeah. sick. Young Storm, Young Cyclops. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure I don't. I don't know if they. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil anything from Days of Future Past. Y'all need to watch that. Okay. Yeah, check it out. All right, guys. So thumbs, thumbs up. up, thumbs down. X Men Apocalypse. Bye. What are you guys going with? We didn't really get Travis's thoughts. Oh, yeah, you did. did we, Travis, you get what? Well. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it, it doesn't I, matter what your fucking thoughts are. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. I mean, uh, you know, I'm an easily entertained guy. Okay, so you know, yeah, fucking uh, Tarzan. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh, okay. So someone's going to see Ninja Turtles too. Okay, this guy. I'm going. Yeah, no, but I mean, I'm really interested to see, like, you know, because I've never really read anything about Apocalypse until just recently, and he seems like a pretty badass villain, and uh, I'd like to see what he's all about. You know, I don't want to go ahead and read up all about the, you know, I want to be able to do it like Game of Thrones where I just like watch a TV show, you know, 
Yeah. And I'm not even going to lie. Like, at the end, when it showed, like, the Xavier dude, when, like, it opened up and he was bald, that looked pretty... Uh, that was, I think yeah. that's the uh, the last shot of the movie. That looks pretty badass. That was pretty cool. Unless something happens. Because in the trailer, <clears throat> he puts on Cerebro, which is how he finds mutants. And when <laughs> he puts that on and finds Apocalypse, Apocalypse starts possessing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he takes it off. But I don't think that causes him to go bald. So I think that's, like, the final shot of the movie. Yeah, that that looks pretty sweet. But uh, yeah, all that right, to me so, was actually unnecessary. I thought the trailer was perfect up until not perfect, but like really fucking good up until that point, and that was yeah. sort of like cool, but they don't really need that. So yeah. All right, so what do you guys think? So now let's do thumbs up, thumbs down. Boom. Thumbs up. Thumbs up Boom. to me. Everybody, finally, everybody agrees on something. Record. Everybody gives thumbs up. X Men Apocalypse. Let's go to our final movie. Uh let's not take too long on it because I know we got a lot to say, but. Batman versus Superman. I don't know. The, is that the title? Dawn of, of Justice. Dawn, Dawn of Justice. Dawn, Dawn of Justice. League. This came Gus. out. <clears throat> go ahead. Yeah. No, oh, go for it. Go for it. Like eight minute trailer. What do you got to think? Dawn yeah. of the Justice League, man. I mean, they could have just. Well, I think they kind of went kind of Ari with the whole revealing of Doomsday. Ari? What did I say? Ari? I mean, I meant Ari. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. thank you, John. Let's get some, uh, let's get some oh, League of Legends right. references in here. <laughs> Awry. Yeah, you go. Yeah, you're good. I think they could have kept Doomsday a secret. I mean, yep. we already knew Wonder Woman was in the movie, but the the first trailer, and now after seeing the latest trailer, I'm pretty stoked. I'm pumped. I just want to see the battle of Batman versus Superman. I hope Batman builds a kryptonite suit and beats the fuck out of Superman. Because that would just be righteous. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm definitely, because in our world, we know Batman doesn't fucking hold back his fucking punches. I'm definitely team Batman on that one. Yes. Big time. All right. Troll, what do you think? What do you think of the trailer? You know, I've seen the, the first trailer. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if this movie's going to be good. But then seeing this one and all the other ones, I was like, holy shit. You know, I'm really, I'm really excited about this one. Like, uh, it wasn't. It wasn't really a part of this trailer, but it was like a. It was part of the other trailer, like where you see, like, was it Superman? You don't really see him, but you see his, like, his or like, oh, was it Zod, his eye beams cutting through the buildings and stuff like that, and how it relates to, like, you know, brings these movies together. True. You know, that's pretty when cool. That, when I saw that, I was like, we got. I got to see this. It's a done deal. You know. Yeah. John. So. I agree with you guys up until the second half of the trailer. <clears throat> I felt this trailer was too long, and it showed way too much. This trailer should have stopped when they unzipped uh, Zod's body bag. Because after that, they reveal that it's not really a fight between Bat- uh, Batman and Superman throughout the entire movie. Right. It just ends when Wonder... I guess, I don't know if, if Wonder, uh, Wonder Woman shows up. Um, like I don't know if it stops then. Then they show Doomsday, and then... Then they show, like, the it, it's just, like, the movie is called Batman vs. Superman. Great. It's yeah. called Dawn of Justice, and we know they're both in Justice League, but, <coughs> like, the, the title of the movie is telling you it's a fight between Batman and Superman. But it, we are already told through this trailer that at the end of that fight, they work together. Mm-hmm. So no one's dying. <clears throat> no one's getting gravely injured. Like, what the fuck is the point of this movie, then? <laughs> Just make it the dawn of the Justice League. Like, don't make it Batman for Superman. Like, it was almost like a bait-and-switch the whole time. Yeah. It it just seemed dumb. 
And it does reveal, like, yeah, in the trailer that you already know it's a bait and switch. Yeah, and I think it would have been cooler to show that in theaters because, like, okay, just say while Batman, uh, I don't know if this is what happens, but just say Batman and Superman are fighting and then Doomsday, like, comes through a fucking building or something. And then they're like, oh, shit, we got to work together. That's a much better way of revealing that plot point than in a trailer. Like, sure, show Wonder Woman, that's fine. And it was sort of like a funny joke, like, I, is she with you? No, I thought she was with you. Like, that's funny. Like, that's fine. I, I don't know if I would have shown that in the trailer. I'm a big fan of showing less in trailers than they do these days, but that's fine. If you want to show that, cool. That, I mean, put a joke in there. And I think Lex Luthor, uh, Jesse Eisenberg, I think he's a great Lex Luthor. I Boom, think he's that's what I was really talk fucking about. funny. He looks, it, he looks really good in this. Yeah. Um, very over the top, just very crazy. I mean, he's no Gene Hackman, but different era. Um, but, yeah, I just thought the, the trailer showed way too much. I like how they're going with somebody younger like that. That's really cool. Sure, yeah. What do you think about Ben Affleck? Oh, I think he's fine. Uh, I think yeah. so, too. I know I mean, a lot of people had issues with him when it was first announced, obviously. I think he plays a really dark Bruce Wayne. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I think he's great. Mm-hmm. I don't really like how they are keeping with this motif of Batman's voice changing when he's in the suit. I think that's fucking stupid. Seems weird. And I, I mean, in... The Batman vs. Superman, I always forget the subtitle, the animated movie, his voice does change, but it's because of his giant, like, super armor suit. Yeah. And, like, that makes sense. And I thought that when he's fighting Superman, he's using that suit, so that's why his voice is changing. But they show him in another suit, and his voice is still all grainy and shit. So it just seems stupid. Like, stop changing it. Um, A lot of people had an issue with that in the very first Batman Begins. Yeah, I mean, with Christian Bale, it's the same thing. I, I chuckled during that scene. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, and it's not like Christian Bale is actually doing it. It's just a filter over the audio channel. But yeah. it's just like, why do it? I mean, and Bruce Wayne never hides himself. Like, he no. never, like, does that to his voice in the comics or the animated. Like, the animated series is probably one of the best superhero anything is Batman the Animated Series. And it's the same voice of, as Bruce Wayne and Batman. So why start? Yeah. I have a big question. Uh, it may be super simple, but... um. There's a scene in the trailer where you see the, like, I assume it's Batman's suit. I'm not 100%, but it's got written on it, ha-ha, Batman, joke's on you. I think that's when... Is that Riddler? Or am I crazy? No, I think it's Joker. Joker. So it's a Joker reference. But it's a reference to a fight that they had in the past. So I'm not super up on Batman or most superhero things, but just, like, hearing from friends... That's apparently from a fight that they had before. So this is like um this isn't like another Batman origin story. This is much later in Batman's life. Yeah, he's like that. he's like Batman's like done. He's like I'm I'm not being the Caped Crusader no more. Yeah. And then when he sees you know Zod and Superman fighting, he's like, what the fuck? This this shit's got to be stopped. So timeline wise, this is after the Riddler, after the Penguin, after Joker. This is like after all this shit's already happened. Right? I don't know exactly where it falls in the timeline, but I, I've heard that suit is from when one of the Robins dies. It's probably, I want to say Jason Todd. But yeah. Who's that? So, what? Jason Todd? That was the name of one of the Robins. Wait, one of the Robins. Oh, okay. Joker beat him over the head with a crowbar, I think. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Okay, because that's one thing. I was like, is that another fucking character that we're going to have that they haven't announced yet? Well, this, this film and the next uh, Justice League film ties into Suicide Squad. Okay, so we'll so find it's out more be, in those movies. So it's going to be that Joker probably that plays the Joker, right? Jared Leto, yeah. Yeah, Leto. Mm-hmm. The fucking cracked out dude. 
right? Yeah. Well, that's another discussion for another time. Yeah, but uh, that has Will Smith too. Two, two. Will and Smith he looks terrible. Oh, we can't God, even talk about that movie. We can't no, talk about can't it. Whatever. It. We'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk about it later on. But uh, anybody have any? Oh, I didn't really give my uh, my thing on it. Um, I saw the Superman movie, the latest one, really late. I, I saw it way after it came out. It was actually pretty good. Oh, oh you, you saw Man of Steel? Yeah, the last one. We saw it over at uh, Glenn's house. That's saw, right. It was that's on at Glenn's house. Then that's when I saw it. I didn't see the movie. very beginning, but I saw a good enough amount of the movie. It was like 90%. But uh, it was pretty good. Um, the Superman dude, he seems good. I don't know. I think this trailer, though long, reveals a shitload. I don't think everything you see in the trailer is going to be used in the movie, of course. Like a lot of trailer stuff, they don't include some of it in the movie. But as somebody who isn't the biggest into superhero movies, I think the trailer is pretty good. It's got me pumped up about it. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of shit look like it's going on. And a lot of people are always joke around, movie better be fucking five hours or whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, that's another problem is like, I mean, you have to build up the story. You have to have them fight. If yeah. that's if both of those aren't, I don't know, like the, the fight sequence has to be at least ten minutes. Yeah, of just fighting. I think that movie's gonna be close to three hours. I, 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 I'd say two fifteen at the most. I see it easily being two forty-five, two hours. I, I can see that with everything that looks like it's going on in it. I, I can see that. But in in the in the trailer, you see a scene where it shows Bruce Wayne's uh, parents getting killed. I think, and I'm like. Please, are they really going to go and show that story part again? Uh, you've seen that like 25 times in movies. I hope they don't do too much on that. I hope that's like a little snippet that they use. But I hope they don't go into the full origins of Batman, show how he's had a fucked up life and stuff. And I hope they just get into it. But I think, for me, the trailer works. It's a little long, of course. We're talking about the newest one that was released. And... Um, it works for me, guys. It, it does work for me, and I'm a I am a Batman fan, not a su- Superman fan, but I am a Batman fan. So damn right you are. So everybody, thumbs up, thumbs down. Unless you want to add something real quick, anybody? Nope, I'm ready. Let's do it. Thumbs up, thumbs down, guys. How this trailer Boom. do for you? Thumbs down. Thumbs down. What? Sweet Johnny Cage with the thumbs down. I'll see what? it, but I don't like the trailer. Everybody else, everybody else, thumbs up. I give it a thumbs up. So does Troll and uh, Rick Shea. I think right. I think I'm, I'm calling it. After the Star Wars special, the next movie spotlights Interstellar. I'm tired of have John having to fuck <laughs> a movie in the packaging that he hasn't even fucking watched it. Movie spotlight Interstellar. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it because I haven't seen it either. I have. I know you don't yeah, freak out. No. I haven't seen it either. But uh, yeah, I definitely haven't seen it either. Um, so there we go. Uh, that is our pre-screen verdict. We're going to do one of these on each uh, episode. And um, yeah, well, since you actually talked about it for a second, yeah, just real quick, I, will, I just want to brush on it. Uh, we're going to be back next week for a Star Wars special. Uh, I know we're normally bi-weekly, but we're actually going to change it up just for this. Because Star Wars, guys, I mean, it's a pretty big fucking deal. It's a pretty yeah, big man. Deal. Trying not to get too excited. I know oh, you. I'm like a little... Squealing like a boy, man. I love it. Any yeah. Anytime I watch any of the Episode 7 trailers and the Millennium Falcon flies by and that John yeah. Williams score comes up, my hair stands on end. <laughs> and I get, like, teary-eyed. Like, I said to Jake the other night when we watched Creed in the theater, like, 
like I cried twice in that movie. Like as the older I get, the more emotional I get for movies <laughs> for some weird reason. I don't know what it is. That's when Dude, you watch don't movie, watch though. Interstellar then because you're going to be needing fucking a wash rag or whatever. <laughs> it, it, it's, mainly, rag. it's mainly just like stories of people like chasing a dream that gets me. I don't know. I don't know why that is. But Dude, you're going to fucking cry then when you watch Interstellar. <laughs> but you're going to fall like a little baby. For Star Wars, man, like I have so I – mean, we'll get into this next week. But like I have so many memories of Star Wars. Like it's just such – and I'm so glad that like – yeah, sure, episodes one, two, and three weren't that great. But – like every generation, you gotta now, save it for the show, man. It, get, yeah, it's it, this is such like a monumental thing that every generation has a Star Wars series now. Yep. So, yeah, we'll get to that next week, though. Yeah. So yeah. So next week we will be coming out with a new episode, all Star Wars. That's all. We're not gonna have a pre uh, pre screen, nothing. It's gonna be all Star Wars. That's gonna be our movie spotlight, and that's what we're gonna talk about. So, all right, we're wrapping up the pre screen verdict, and we're gonna go now. Uh, Jump out of the the movie world. I don't think we have anything to talk about TV wise uh, this week. Do anybody have anything TV? I don't think so. Anybody got TV? Nah. Nope. No. No TV. Uh, Travis, you got anything? Joel? No. Nope. Cool. Well, let's go. <laughs> and <laughs> like he's like, oh, uh, nope. I love it. Uh, so we're gonna go straight into a uh, little bit of video game talk. There's a little bit that uh, went down recently that uh, we need to talk about. Um, and I guess we're going to start things off. Let me uh, let me see exactly what we're uh, we're going to start off with the Game Awards 2015 that just went down, which uh, I I didn't really know anything about the uh, the Game Awards until John was telling me that um, it's a whole new thing. This is like the second year, I believe, right? This is the second year, yeah. Second year, and it's like high production value. It's like it's good. Hopefully, it turns into something like the Grammys, the the Golden Globes, whatever for like video games. That would be awesome because there's nothing really truly like that right that i'm aware of uh well it's the video game awards the yeah right well so just to give you a little bit of history on this show the executive producer of the game awards is a guy named jeff keely mm-hmm. and jeff keely has been in the gaming industry for i don't know i want to say like 15 years now really long time and he has been responsible for a lot uh as far <clears throat> as like pushing the industry forward and uh Years ago, Spike TV used to run the Video Game Awards. That's a different title. Mm-hmm. Jess is the Game Awards, and then they had, then they like rebranded it to VGX. And every year, it was a fucking joke. It was yeah. the awards were nonsense. The people like everything's just so stupid. It was so bad, and it was almost like, why is Spike wasting the money on this if they're not going to take this seriously? So. Having all that experience, this guy Jeff Keighley basically created his own award show. But because Jeff is like a very well-respected industry person, he was able to get the people who should have been at the Video Game Awards in VGX and have them take it seriously and actually put together a great, great show. And this is the second year running, and it is quite literally the Jeff Keighley show for an hour and a half. And that's fine because Jeff's a great host and he does a wonderful job and knows the industry inside and out. Uh, so, yeah, it, it was a really good show. Yeah. And uh, looking over the winners and stuff, did anything um, – You everybody has like the list loaded up in front of them, right? Does everybody have no, the list? I don't have it in front of me. me oh, me my God. Right yeah, throw, throw that link in there and let everybody look at it real quick. Uh, some things that I want to talk about that jump out at me. Uh, well, first of all, Game of the Year. Uh, Witcher 3 got that. It beat out Bloodborne, Fallout 4, 
Metal Gear Solid 5, and Super Mario Maker. Um, the funny thing is, I, I think I've only played one of those games. I, I watched John play a good amount of Metal Gear and also a decent amount of Bloodborne. Never played Fallout 4. I haven't even I haven't played Witcher, any of the Witcher games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Witcher 3 must be pretty damn good if it beat out Super Mario Maker because yeah. that was legit. I thought that would have easily won game of the year. Super so Mario the, Maker was huge. The really interesting thing about Witcher 3 is that it's made by CD Projekt Red, and they're like they're not an unknown developer, but they are like they're not an EA, they're not a, you know, mm-hmm. Sony Studio Japan, they're not you know, they're not some huge gigantic company. I think they're under like 200 employees. Mm-hmm. And The Witcher is one of their very few series that they work on. And the beautiful thing about this game is that when it came out, it was $60 for over 100 hours of content, which is, like, unheard of these days. And mm-hmm. they yeah. they fully detailed how the DLC expansions were going to work, and it's, like, a real expansion, you know, and, it, like, it's a full game. Sure, it was, a, it was a little buggy in the beginning. There was some weird quest glitch where, like, you couldn't level up or something like that, but they fixed it very, very quickly, so it was fine. That was, like, the one complaint that people had was, like, a couple glitches mm-hmm. at launch. Um... But yeah, it, it's definitely a deserving title. I know I haven't actually played it, but every review I saw of it was super positive. Um, and the other nominees for me, like Bloodborne, it, to me, this this category came down to Bloodborne and The Witcher. Metal Gear, I thought, shouldn't have even been nominated because the game wasn't finished. Um, Mario Which game? Maker, uh, Metal Gear. Okay. Yeah, like that game was released unfinished, and that's, that's pretty well known. Um, Mario Maker, to me... Is sure. I mean, it, it's a really, really cool title, and that I think it's just finally innovative. That well, I know people have been talking something about it for a while. Yeah, and I think it after playing it, it looks like they pulled it off perfectly. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. and they sort of like embraced this like online community that was already in existence with um, Lunar Magic, which is the Mario level editor on PC that uses Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. And that's where you see all those crazy, difficult Kaizo levels and, like, the nonsense that people pull off. And, <laughs> it's like, insane. But, uh, like, a lot of opinions that I've been reading from the Mario Maker community is that you can make harder shit in Mario Maker than you can in, in Lunar Magic because of how easy it is to use. Mm-hmm. And Nintendo even put, like, some silly shit in there, like, how, like, not only how you could, like, change if you're using, like, the original Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario Brothers 3, Super Mario World, like, Whatever, or a new Super Mario Brothers, like you could always change the physics and like the backgrounds and everything. But like the fact that you have the new turtle shell helmet allows you to do like weird shit. So mm-hmm. like they sort of like threw this stuff in there. I don't know if they knew what they were getting themselves into Nintendo, but you know people were able to create even crazier of levels with with this game, and they like really knocked it out of the park with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it actually did. It went on to win uh, best family game. So I mean, it did sure. win something. So that I mean, was when great. you're up against like Mario Party and this year's sucked. So yeah, yeah I mean, well, it, be, it beat out it beat out Disney Infinity Three, which was that's was that the Star Wars yeah, or was Star that Wars. that was the Star, was Wars, Star Wars, Wars one? Yeah, uh, Lego Dimensions, which to me looks fucking awesome. Uh, I haven't played it, but it looks awesome. Uh, Splatoon, which is a great game. That's sure. a good game. Skylanders never played it, but uh, the kids love. I know, like young kids love that. But what? It's evil, man. Evil? I, for you, probably you probably fucking hate it. Well, actually, okay. if you notice a pattern in that category, three of those games: Disney Infinity, Skylanders, and Lego are yep. all games with figures, which is basically True. another form of microtransaction. Yeah, I call those the three evils right there. 
And yeah. you know what? Um, I mean, they're cool games, but that's yeah. it's interesting to see that a $60 title beat out these monoliths of printing money. So, yeah. yeah. That, and, that is what stood out to me. And that's actually – I noticed this the other day when I was in uh, – I was in um, – I think I, I went to Toys R Us. I went to Toys R Us. And I noticed a very weird trend. Like there were three aisles in the gaming area. And literally, it was nothing, nothing but like figures. Yeah, I'm like, this oh, is yeah, the dude. gaming area, and there's literally on like nothing at all on the shelf besides like Disney Infinity figures. And on the other side was entirely Skyland. That's like an amiibo, amiibo, amiibo. Yeah. There was a section for amiibos. That's like becoming like a huge, huge thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like my day every day. You know. Yeah. I have to, and, I have to go through work and see all that shit. Travis, you got to move your mic down. Oh, what's up? There you go. <laughs> yeah, I was checking. You ain't hearing me. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I go into work every day, and it's, it's a normal thing. I mean, we got we got pretty much like you know, like Jake said, you know, we have aisles of you know, you know, the amiibos. Uh, was it the the, the new uh, dimensions haunt mm-hmm. stuff, and then was it uh, Skylanders, and then the Infinity, and then also on top of that, we got that place all throughout the other store. You know, in a feature shop area. I mean, we're just trying to promote that stuff because I mean, it is it is a big market. And it is a big market. I always notice how that the shelves are like usually always full. Does do those sell good? Yeah, I mean, they sell pretty well. I mean, uh, we have like a, I mean, we always have stuff in the back, just extra stuff for them. Gotcha. But so you just make sure that. you stay stock. Yeah. Okay. That's what I, I was also kind of worried. Like, well, I mean, not that it bothers me or affects me really, but. That they're always like the racks are always full too, so I'm I'm always wondering whether or not the shit's selling well. Yeah, we we were like during Black Friday we had like really good sale and those yeah. those got emptied out, but we replenished that pretty well. You okay. Know, so. Um. So did anything jump out to anybody else? Uh, I do have one thing I want to talk about, but I want somebody else jump in if you want to. Any of these other awards that uh that people took home? Did you notice anything? Anything you want to talk about? Esports team of the year. I. Don't think it should have gone to Optic Gaming, but I don't keep up with Call of Duty. Um, and this is an American <laughs> award show. But, <laughs> I mean, Optic Gaming, I mean, I know that I really just follow League of Legends and a bit of Hearthstone and very little Dota and a little bit of Counter-Strike, but that just seemed like a strange award to me, especially given the panel of uh, judges. So, I don't know. It seems like, I mean... Fnatic had a really crazy story this year in League of Legends. I mean, EG, was it EG who won the international and beat China? Like, that became a meme. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Like, so, one of those two teams I felt should have won that, but whatever. Uh, Yeah, I mean, Evil Geniuses, I feel they lost a lot of their heat when they sold their league team. Yeah, but Obviously, that's not all they do. They do tons of everything. They do everything else. Um, they're one of the they're one of the bigger esports teams sure. out there. They have teams for fucking everything. StarCraft two, best best mm-hmm. game ever, by the way. Um, but what do you, so that's is that who you felt should have won probably Evil Geniuses? Uh, yeah, either EG or Fnatic. I thought should have won. Yeah. Anybody else? Do you guys have anything to say about the the esports team of the year? No. No. I mean, Team Solo Mid has been making big waves. I think they've been they've been buying up teams. They've been. I mean. As far as team of the year, I mean, they won NA and LCS. No, they didn't. CLG won. Uh-oh. Right. Mm, right. Someone to get the facts. 
Sorry. Sorry. That's fact check. I was there. I was at Madison Square Garden for that. I forgot John was actually there. <laughs> Sorry. They've won, Good job. They've won different years, but uh, not this past year. Sorry about that. They did make they it They won spring. They did make it to Worlds, though. Because they won spring. They won spring. Thank you. Okay. They won something, goddammit. Thursday Cloud 9 won spring. Maybe I don't think. I don't, I don't think cloud. Anyway, anyway, uh, I don't watch enough Call of Duty, so I have no idea how. I know Optic Gaming is definitely a well-known team, but yeah, it just seems strange to me that they won. And SK Telecom is literally up there because of League of Legends. They won Worlds, yeah, easily. Well, didn't Faker win Person of the Year? Uh, esports no. Player of the Year? No, no uh, he didn't. That went to uh, Kenny S. Kenny S. from Team. Envious, Envious, which I am not too familiar. I don't know what that is. Is that another Call of Duty, or is that? Oh, I don't fucking uh, know. Counter Strike. A big CS:GO team. Maybe. Uh, I I, I figured it probably would be. Did they win? I don't know anything about the. I have no idea. Yeah. So anyway, this is what leads me into what I want to talk about, which was esports game of the year. uh, Counter Strike Global Offensive won over Call of Duty. Dota 2, Hearthstone, and League of Legends. You guys, already we've talked about it, you guys have agreed that Counter-Strike Global Offensive should have won mm-hmm. the award, and yep. rightfully so, in your opinion. And not, which I think, how in the hell does League of Legends not win that award? I want, I want from you guys, I want you to tell me how the fuck League of Legends does not win esports game of the year. It has revolutionized is changing esports obviously it's not the first thing to jump in and make esports big but uh-huh. it is making it it's going from fucking down here to all the way up here honestly i think csgo you even like watch any type of csgo matches at all yeah if you haven't watched well, CSGO i mean matches, csgo too. streams like even if even if you're just watching a regular csgo like streamer that's mm-hmm. playing like a ranked match or whatnot i mean that's some really involved shit okay oh I'm not saying like it sucks. I mean, I've I played the game. The game's fun. I mean, obviously I'm not great or anything. Yeah. The game is fun. It's a good game, but you're okay. Let's just go right here. Let's talk about this. What kind of, are they pulling League of Legends Riot Games numbers? Yeah, they oh, are. Yes, dude. Hundreds Turner of thousands. Listen, Turner oh my Broad- god, yeah, dude. Listen, listen to me. Turner Broadcasting <laughs> is planning an esports league that's featuring Counter Strike. Oh, it's going to be on TBS. I know, dude. You I don't do. see League of Legends on TV. Not well, no, regular, the finals not, are on ESPN. Not every Friday night. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was. It's going to be a two ten-week seasons annually. So I, I did hear about that, which is very interesting, by the way. That is fantastic. It's going to start in 2016. So, it, in my opinion, CS:GO is revolutionizing the esports. So this year, right? Because the Game Awards was for 2015. Yes. League of Legends hasn't exactly pushed the envelope since 2013. Right. I'm not saying that Riot is not doing amazing work. God knows I'm doing work with them with Well Played, you know, like my regular day job. And yeah, like we're doing amazing work with with Collegiate League of Legends and Riot is constantly constantly moving forward. Yeah, that but, reminds me how many scholarships Counter-Strike give out right now? Like <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. Anyway, keep I don't going. Know. Keep you, going. You don't you don't need a scholarship to play to Dota, I don't follow I don't follow Dota basically at all. So I can't speak on that. And EG beating China was one of the biggest things of the year. But Counter-Strike 
has had such a huge year compared mm-hmm. to all these other games that it's a no-brainer to me that they that they get game of the year. Especially like that Turner deal. I mean, there were rumors about it, but it was not announced until after the awards, I don't think. Even without that, Counter-Strike still had the bigger year over any other game. It may not be the biggest game. When you say they had the bigger year, do you mean they had the biggest improvement or just they yeah. they literally Well, of course that that's definitely probably true, but or did it they have had, the in, biggest in did they have the biggest year had, or did they have the biggest jump in this year? In 2015, year. they had the biggest impact on esports compared to the other games. Maybe not in history, maybe not for 2013, 2014, 20, 2012, you know, like but that doesn't matter. This is the 2015 awards. True, correct. Yeah. So, Counter-Strike had the biggest impact. It took the greatest leap compared to the other games. And I don't know what the judging criteria was, but I was about to if say I don't it, think it, if it that is makes perfect sense to me. If it's judged off of who had the biggest improvement, that should be a different fucking award. That should not be the fucking no. That, that should not it be what the 2015 esport of the year. That should be the top game of the year, not who had not so the biggest. So what are you going to base it on? Twitch views? Uh, yeah. Not necessarily. You can't, you can't nah, that's that. stupid. You should base it off yeah. like not just Twitch views. What? No. Dude, and how much honestly, money a company makes? Listen, honestly, before twenty should factor in. 2014, 2013, CSGO really wasn't... It, it was... Dude, was it? Valve didn't change the their yes. prize distribution in the cases until mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. That this, yeah. this year was the first year that they spread out the money instead of having it at the finals. And let, let me... I'm not trying to say that they didn't have a huge improvement and a huge jump more than League of Legends. I, that is true. It, it, it did have, from last year to this year... Uh, well, I don't know what you say. The biggest jump, but I don't know what mm-hmm. how else you describe that. Leap. But yeah, yeah. biggest leap. Yeah, I, I agree with that. One hundred percent, one hundred twenty percent. It did, and I'm saying that. Okay, I don't watch Counter Strike, obviously, um, but <laughs> so I guess your your uh, view would be biased, then maybe. It, it yeah. actually it would be a little biased, but I've a little. I've I've watched Hearthstone more than that, and I I like Counter Strike. It just seems like it's just hard for me to believe that something so big, I haven't like seen it yet. And if there's people that definitely have seen League of Legends stuff that have no interest or never seen it before. And it's hard. And I can't imagine that League of Legends was smaller this year. It's no, it. It has nothing to do with it being smaller or not. So League of Legends, okay, tell me something huge that Riot did this year with League of Legends in terms of engaging like the audience. What do you mean? They're just they're just uh, gradually increasing. That's I mean, right? Interest is generally increasing, but nothing. Riot didn't change any sort of like strategy this year in terms no. of garnering new players. I I agree. No, they didn't. They didn't really change anything. They're constantly fucking right. Nothing in that game, aside from the in-game meta, which is not. It can't be a factor in this. Changed nothing. No. Production no. value didn't really go up for the LCS. I don't watch OGN or LCK or any of that stuff. But as far as EU and NALCS production, mm-hmm. really didn't change too much. That's not to discredit. Like, not that we probably have these people listening, but like, that's not to discredit any of the work that's going into it because I know a lot of the work that goes into it. Yeah. But. Watching the 2014 LCS and watching the 2015 LCS at home, like the normal weekly stuff, 
didn't really change. Granted, yeah, I mean, the fucking summer finals are at Madison Square Garden. Like, that is fucking insane. But, again, so, that is not such a huge leap in the grand scheme of things of what League of Legends has done. They, 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 had, the final, they had the World Finals in a fucking soccer stadium last year. Exactly. Okay, now take a look at Counter-Strike in 2014 and Counter-Strike in 2015 and no, it is no, fucking no. We're not talking apart. about we're not talking about 2014. But that, right? you have to you have to take into where it starts in January of 2015. 2015, yeah, 2015, okay, so, not so 2014. So take League of Legends January 1, 2015. Take Counter Strike January 1, 2015, and then tell me where they are at the end of November in 2015, and tell me which had the bigger leap. It's not about the why. Why do but you? But that's think what it is. That's the judging criteria. <laughs> Says who? What? That doesn't make sense though. It shouldn't be. That should be that, a separate award then. No, it shouldn't. shouldn't. All right, Rico. Uh, sorry, Ricochet. Sorry, Ricochet. Troll. What? What's going on here? Should it be about the fucking leap, or should it be about what is the biggest game of the year? Not about the leap. What is the? Well, biggest you're saying thing? what is the what has been the biggest game of the year? It's obviously Counter Strike. It's been the most popular. So you're telling me that is more popular? Th- yeah. That's more been more popular Dude, this year than. I, I, I don't know. If it I is attracting so many more young adults. Okay, yeah, that'll give you. That'll give you. It has absolutely had the biggest increase in player base, percentage-wise. Absolutely. If, if that's what we base it on, I agree 100%. It has had the biggest leap, yes. I never said it didn't. I agree with that 100%. But, I don't think that's what the award should be based off of. It should not be— So then you have a different so, so you're telling me. So you're telling me—hold on. So you're telling me 2016, okay? 2016, say Splatoon. <laughs> Say Splatoon 2016 right. next year. <sighs> Say no. I'm just. I'm just. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I don't care. No, You're no. This so- is a fine example. This is a fine example. It doesn't matter what game. Fucking ABC. We'll say Splatoon. Uh, that people have been dumping money into that lately. Say they come in, came from uh nothing. They they haven't had any big huge events whatever. They come in and they start. They have some big numbers. They start getting some stuff. They go from nothing to ah, something that's a huge fucking increase, a major like 500 times what they were out of nothing into something that's pretty good, but still nowhere near League of Legends, nowhere near Counter-Strike, nowhere near – Counter-Strike is near League of Legends. It is. I agree. It's always been big. It hasn't been huge. So that's what I'm saying. That's the comparison I'm saying. So it hasn't been huge. Are you serious? Do you know how long Counter-Strike's been around? Yeah, Counter-Strike's it's been, been around, around for 85 for... years. I, I know. I know. Okay, in the eSports world, yes, that's been the main game. I, it's been I, around it, almost as long as Quake 3 was popular. Like, CS 1.0, okay, the mod, I want to say was 2002. I'm trying to make. So, so in that example, the way you're talking to me right now, you're saying that in that case, Splatoon has the biggest leap of the year, so that should be game of the year. That should be esports game of the year. Dude, no, that depends on that depends on updates, man. Balancing. What? No, uh, I, I see what Jake is saying, and I'm just going. And yeah, by then I would agree. It, dude, nope. if if Nintendo came out right now and said, "Hey guys, here's what the plan is for Splatoon in 2016. We're gonna have." A million-dollar league at the end of the year. Here's going to be all these local events that everybody's going to... And people go to it, and people enter it, and, like, things are established, and, like, EG buys a team, TSM buys a team, like, you know, uh, Not As buys a team, like, you know, yeah, and all these organizations get involved, then, yeah, that would... Everything, and sure. That would be esports game of the year. Really? 
You would give it a Splatoon if that happened. Or, Why not? Or whatever, any other game. Sure. Even though it's nowhere near the top. But okay, see what you're saying right there, that it's, that it's nowhere near the top. To me, that's you saying that Counter-Strike is nowhere near League of Legends. Okay, I don't say it's nowhere near. I say it's not at, It's not up. It's not. You're bigger, fucking crazy. It's not bigger than League. Of, I I don't think it, nothing's I, bigger than League, than League of Legends. What did you say? Nothing is bigger than League of Legends right now. As big? No, I said nothing is bigger. That's what you're saying, or are you asking me that? No, I'm saying to you, nothing is bigger than League of Legends in terms then of Then how is it not esports game? That's Holy what I'm saying. Holy shit, we keep talking in circles. I'm telling you <laughs> that my, like, what so I'm, it, so what you're I'm also, saying, please, and you're saying, please let me finish, please let me finish. What I am saying is that if, like, what I'm assuming is that the judging criteria, or the criteria for judgment of esports game of the year is which game had the biggest impact on esports, as an industry, and what had the biggest leap in terms of popularity, stream numbers, money, teams, players, like, you know, eyes on the game, player, like, you know, the most increase in infrastructure. Yes, exactly. If that's the judging criteria, and I have a very strong feeling it is, considering the Counter-Strike one, that makes perfect sense to me. That's if you want to argue... Two, 2015. Right, strictly for 2015. Like, it, it, that's, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. And as but, a whole, probably League of Legends is better. Yeah, it's nothing can top higher. League of Legends for the next couple of years. Like, that will never happen. But if you want to have an overall biggest game, you, then you need to be really fucking specific on what it's being judged on. Yeah, if you want to go, if you want to judge it biggest game. It should be judged on the biggest game of the year. But That's how do what... you judge big? How do you judge big, Jake? Stream those... viewers? Okay, League of Legends. Money being brought into the game? Okay, League of Legends. That's... Those are two Money top. the company's making? Okay, League of Legends. It's always going to be League of Legends. Then it should win esports game of the year. The other thing should be biggest improvement or some other category than but no, no, game no, no, no. of the year. When you think of 2015 in esports, the biggest thing you think of is Counter-Strike. The, I, uh, like, the whole year has been about Counter-Strike and how big it's getting and how much of a leap it's taking and where it was and where it is now. The whole and year has been about Counter-Strike. I never said it It didn't make a huge jump. I never said but I agree. That's, that's, like, the whole year you're hearing about Counter-Strike. So You're not hearing about League of Legends this so year. How are you not hearing about League of the- because nothing is really changing in that landscape this year. So even though it's got the biggest money, the biggest views, the biggest people, the most people watching, most people into the game, you just nobody cares about it. Is that what you're saying? I mean, not cares about it, but it's just not as big. Right. It's it is not the game of the year. I'm not saying it's not big. I'm just saying it's not the esports title of the year. Counter Strike Global Offensive is absolutely the 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 winner there okay so and and i just i also think it's funny that nothing league of legends related at all won any award they didn't win esports player no esports team dude 2015 how how does from the outside looking in did not have a huge change this year okay argue otherwise so you have to i'm just i'm just asking so in your mind you have to have a big change 
for how is how is Faker ever going to win an award then in from League of Legends if he's already the greatest player? How, he can't he can't get any Wait fucking better than he you is can't right tell now. Because they're going to have a Hall of Fame, then of course he's going to be one of the first brought in. But he'll he'll never win an award because he never got better because he's already the sorry. Best. The game award started a year ago. <laughs> what the Wait, fuck what, do you want? What do you mean? A Faker's biggest impact was in 2013. And is he not the best player? SKTT1 wasn't even in the finals last year. Correct. They Yeah, correct. Right. So he should have won in 2013. That that was his year to win. Sorry the Game Awards wasn't around. I'm, I'm using him we'll as see a see you at the Hall of Fame. Okay. Okay. What are you, you going to say, Rico? Ricochet? Well, I was just going to mention we're talking about esports here. We're not talking about casual gameplay. So you want your game to constantly evolve and be balanced to the most, the highest competitive level as possible. Mm-hmm. And Counter Strike has been doing that all year. Well, we say that, we're, we're saying that, and then they just put in the revolver last week. Right. Which is the most yeah, bullshit guy I, I, I ever saw, invented. I saw that. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> since the start of 2015. Right. Up until the Game Awards, <laughs> it was Counter Strike. Right, but I mean, I don't know what League of Legends has been doing as far as patches and nerfs and buffs and stuff. Oh, and balance, you know, I mean, it's not a fair amount. The there had been a, there was like oh, twenty one patches until Worlds. They're always yeah. I mean, I've never heard many complaints at all about. I mean, of course you're always gonna have OP champions, but I mean that's. I didn't like the meta this year. I'll I'll be straight up, but that's because I'm a one trick pony with ribbons. So I was I mean, yeah, about to say you have one fucking anti assassin meta. I'm just so. saying like that might be that might be one criteria that you're forgetting. If that even if that even is even a possibility, that may factor in a little bit. I mean, that's that's understandable. But I mean, there should be several factors. But before that, before before that, like I don't think Valve was even trying to release, was even trying to do anything. They just finally, released the big shit today. Yeah, until finally the pros were like, "Look, you, you you've got to do this." Oh, fix oh these you're talking about Counter Strike. So I was assuming. Dota, and then sorry. finally they released it. They, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. Um, Obviously, we have. It's a tough. S- it's a tough argument, man. Obviously, we have slightly different views. Apparently, Obviously. I'm alone. I'm and, alone and on this dude, one. Apparently, I can only imagine what kind of deliberation the actual judges were in. I'm sure it's a lot crazier yeah. than this. Judging exactly. by some of these things, I don't think they they don't seem to be very big no. League of Legends fans. No, 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 no. Travis let me, is let me, on that. Let me, let me put you into perspective here. Like, it probably wasn't even like uh, the people that voted the nominees were the people that are in e- involved in esports. So it could have yeah. been the fans that I mean that voted on the actual winners here. Wait, is that how it was? I think that's I how know. it was. I mean, because it yeah, cause it was a fan, fans, it's a fans choice. choice award, dude. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't think they. I thought they picked the uh, the nominations. No, the, it was esports, esports nom- was a fan choice. No, it says uh, what was it? It was. it was. It was a fan choice award. Oh. I know that. Yeah, hmm. <clears throat> but it says here that on <laughs> on the website, esports nominees were voted on by an. Advisory panel consists of esports media insights. Who is the winner chosen by? Uh, it doesn't say. I, I feel like the winner. Nominees. So I guess, I mean, if I'm reading this right, it says like the nominees were voted on by the advisory panel. So they, they you know, pretty much picked out who the nominees were, and then I guess they let the fans pick uh, who was the winner. Really? So. That's, <clears throat> see, I, I'm not 100% on. Yeah, I don't know if. If that was fans' choice, well, if if literally if the fans did vote on it on all these, then I mean, I mean you can't argue the actual fans voting on it. If if more Counter Strike people voted for Counter Strike, 
then shit. There, there's nothing I can say about that. Then that should be if, if that's how it went. If enough League of Legends people didn't think that was game of the year or esports game of the year, then I just find it weird. I feel like Riot would have even advertised something like that, but I don't know. And of course, a little bit of it is me being biased. Of course, um, I I do like Le- I do enjoy League of Legends and e- the esports aspect of it, but I'm just looking at this. Because I know some things were fan votes. Jury voted. Fans' choice. Esports game of the year. Yeah, that is a fan's choice. Okay. So does that mean people voted for it? Yeah, I guess so. Man. and they are guess, like, I guess the players that forgot to vote for League of Legends were too busy playing League of Legends at the time. <laughs> I, I would, hey, like I said, uh, that's. I mean, that's if that's the case, if the fans voted for that award, then that should be the award then. I'll take back. We wish you guys would have like confirmed that before I even went into my whole. Well, I mean, I did say that a while ago. I I did. You did. I was just just letting that shit roll, you know. And I thought (laughs) that we talked about that that they got the nomination. They nominated the games, and then they gave the awards. I thought that's what you said. Yeah, but but you you were getting a little heated, and I was enjoying it. I was. I was. I. (laughs) I still stand by. I. I would have voted League of Legends. On that, but I mean, hey. I guess maybe I should have voted then and not have been a piece of shit. Yep. But well, what Riot should have done is put something in the client that said we are eligible for a fan vote for Game of the Year. And that's what I find. I find that hard that they didn't do that because they are very community-driven. Right. And strange. they would want to win awards. I, I, they would have done that. We I both think. know firsthand Riot is strange. They are, but still. Um, Sorry. So, yeah, that's one thing I had to talk about, which we – we touched on it a little bit. Uh, was game of the year? Um, anyway, what what else? What do you have to talk about with uh, Kojima? Hit us with it. Well, we skipped PlayStation Experience. I meant to from no, Game no, Awards. Game Awards, yeah. Going to S- Kojima. So something that happened was that Kojima or Metal Gear Solid Five was I want to say best action game. What was it? Sorry, hold on one second. Game Awards 2015. You got the link. I can't uh, mess with Skype during this. Uh, Best Action Adventure. Yes. So Metal Gear Solid V won Best Action Adventure Game. And when... What was it against? It was... Oh, shit. Sorry. Uh, It was against Assassin's Creed Syndicate, Batman, Arkham Knight, Ori and the Blind Forest, and Rise of the Tomb Raider. So Metal Gear won, and... Instead of Hideo Kojima going up on stage, it was Kiefer Sutherland who did the voice acting for Snake in this game. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kiefer's like, unfortunately, Hideo couldn't be here. I'm accepting an award on his behalf, yada, yada, yada. You know, cool, great. Kiefer's a good guy. He did a great job, I think, in the game. And he was a pretty big, not poster child, but he was involved in the production and in the marketing for a while. He was even at the Game Awards last year doing something. Um, so... <laughs> As the camera pans back to Jeff Keighley at his podium <laughs> as he's hosting the show, he, I want to say this was not scripted, it was off the cuff, he basically says the reason Hideo Kojima couldn't be here is because we received word from an attorney at Konami saying he wasn't allowed. And it's like, wow. what the fuck? Like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. I can understand not wanting him to accept the award on Konami's behalf because of what was going on, but to... 
ban him from a fucking award show? I mean, what if he was up? What if they had a category like director of the year or, you know, team leader? Not because there's not many directors, but like team, you know, development leader of the year. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? So for Jeff Keighley to have the balls to say something like that, mm-hmm. not that this, this show is not televised, but I mean, the numbers prove it, it doesn't really need to be because gaming is on the internet now, it's not really on TV. Um, although Counter Strike could change that, we don't know. Um, but for oh, yeah. <laughs> for Keeley to have the balls to say that at his own award show, considering the people sponsoring it, the people who were involved in it, his ongoing relationship with Konami that he's had for a while, although it now seems to me that it was more a relationship with Kojima, which it's it's very well known that Kojima and Jeff are friends like outside of gaming because in 2002. Jeff's first big article that he ever did was on, he did like a profile on Hideo Kojima during Metal Gear Solid 2. Uh, so they've been like close ever since. And uh, Jeff has helped him a lot on, uh, he's been a part of a lot of stuff with Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. So it was just crazy for Jeff to, to just come out and like blow Konami up like that because Konami's been getting a lot of shit since uh, August when it was announced that Kojima wasn't, you know, going to be part of Konami anymore. And then they started saying, uh, no, he still works here, just on vacation. Like, they just lied about it so many times. And then they, like, had a going-away party for him, and employees were, like, tweeting out pictures of this going-away party for Hideo. And then Konami, again, was like, no, no, he still works here, he's just on vacation. Like, are you people fucking crazy? Mm-hmm. So for Jeff to, and I've said this, like, nine times, but for Jeff to just come out and be like, nope, they are fucking everybody right now because they will not let this man be here is just fucking wild. But to sort of, like, segue... Exactly. Into the Hideo Kojima officially leaves Konami section of the show. Mm-hmm. And I still want to talk about PSX, but we'll get to that. It came out just today that it is official. Hideo Kojima is no longer with Konami. And this basically is the final nail to me. This is hyperbole. It's the final nail in the coffin for Konami. They shit on Castlevania with Lords of Shadow. They destroyed Metal Gear by not letting Kojima finish it and filling it with microtransactions. Um, what else do they have? They canceled PT Silent Hills. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah. And now they're just focusing on pachinko machines. So, one, Konami, to be pragmatic, I don't think they give a shit. They are going to get a ton of money out of pachinko. I don't know the culture behind pachinko. It's obviously extremely popular. It's a form of gambling for them where in a country that gambling is completely illegal. Um, and it basically just prints money. But it, a lot of people are speculating that it's going to be a short-lived endeavor and... Like, because there are rumors of gambling, like table gambling and craps and, you know, all that, um, and cards are going to be legalized in Japan. So once that happens, Pachinko could go away. And then Konami is completely fucked. So from a game perspective, Konami's done. And the other thing that came out today about Kojima is that he is forming his own studio with ex-Kojima Productions uh, staff. And he is talking to Sony for the first game that's going to come out of the studio. So that means it's either going to be a PlayStation exclusive or a timed release. I'm not a huge fan of time releases. Um, I have no problem with PlayStation exclusives. This when generation. you say time release, that's like uh, like Telltale style? No, no, no. What I mean is, uh, so take Square Enix, for example, with Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Rise of the Tomb Raider. Or no, whatever the Tomb Raider that just came out was. I forget the name. Mm-hmm. I th- Yeah, it's Rise of the Tomb Raider. That is exclusive to Xbox One and PC, it, meaning it's not coming to PlayStation 4 until next year. 
Oh, okay. So that could happen with this Kojima game. I don't know if it will. Um, I, I, it, it's very rare for something to be on PlayStation first as opposed to Xbox because that's sort of like how Xbox is fighting back to PlayStation is signing these timed exclusives. Um, I don't think Sony's ever done it yet. And I think it hurts more than it helps uh, the industry to do shit like that because you're like you're essentially accepting like the quick money instead of the bigger payout in the end by like keeping it on both platforms. It like it just seems stupid to me. And I got a question for you now: Do they get any rights to any games? Konami? That no, that Kojima that he was part of, or there that the company, or is it like they don't have any rights to anything that was with? Oh, does Kojima's new team get rights to anything? Yes. No, Metal Nothing. Gear belongs to Konami. So they can't touch any Metal Gear. They can't touch any Silent Hills. Nope. Anything. What could happen though, and this is if he's talking to Sony, I'm pretty sure. Silent Hills is going to be a Sony exclusive, given what PT did, um, since that was PlayStation exclusive. Mm-hmm. This could be his horror game, and he could be trying to write a scenario that like isn't the, exactly the Silent Hill. Yeah, so it'll be. Wouldn't that be a bitch if he did something like that and just changed the name up? That'd be fucking hilarious because I know Del Toro wants to work on something because Del Toro himself himself tried starting a petition to send to Konami to get PT going. Again, this is like months ago. This is very recent. And they actually get Norman Reedus in there and everything yeah. still? That'd be awesome. It, it's, I <laughs> I mean, I'm not even going to pretend to know what the contracts look like and, mm-hmm. and like, the, the, the terms of, of yeah. Silent Hill look like in terms of, like, if they own the likeness of Norman Reedus now in a horror game or... Because I know, like, things do go that deep. Like, for James Bond, no James Bond can ever appear in another movie wearing a tuxedo. Like, that's part of that contract. Wait. For life. Say, say again? An actor who plays James Bond. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan, Sean Connery. Yeah. Uh, it may not include Sean Connery but because it's it, that's older, but they cannot appear in other films wearing a tuxedo. That's legit? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy. That's so, how deep some of these contracts go. Holy fuck. So that sticks with the rest of his career. Yeah. Dan, no. You'll never see Daniel Craig wear a tuxedo in a movie. Unless he's, like, super old. Like, the reason it may not apply to Sean Connery is because, like, he did James it, Bond 50 fucking years ago. Yeah, it may have been before, like, the contract would have been like that. Right. I'm not That's sure if it's crazy. Life, but I know I didn't for know a fact that. Is, there is a thing on tuxedos and James Bond actors. That's so crazy to me. Konami could own the likeness of Norman Reedus in a horror setting. Like, it, contracts get really stupid. crazy like that. That would be stupid. But I the good be. thing, the really good thing, is that Norman Reedus was not exactly a selling point for Silent Hills. It was no. more like, this game is fucking ridiculous. Let's sell it. And, and like, Norman Reedus was like, hey, it's fucking Norman Reedus. Sick. You know, like, yeah. that, was, that was just like a cherry on top. <laughs> I agree. I agree. He wasn't, like, the biggest thing. He was a, a nice surprise factor. Yeah. But. So this, this could be the horror game. And, I mean, Kojima got stuck doing two Metal Gears he didn't want to do. Three almost, four if you include Revengeance, uh, or Rising rather. So like he's done doing that shit. I yeah, I figured you. that. I figured that he would have known that anyway. So this could be a horror game. I, I would love, but yeah, well, yeah, because I'll buy it just to buy. It, but I'm not gonna play it. Uh, yeah. So that that's the Kojima news. I tell you days. what, you buy it, I'll play it. Yeah, it. <laughs> I was about I'll, to say, I'll buy I'll, it to support Kojima. <laughs> let's do that. Let's. Hey, sounds good to me. Yeah. You buy it and I'll play it. Yep, that works out. I like that a lot. Yeah. 
That's cool. If it that, that sounds if it's anything like the PT, that would be you me, you, me and Rick Shea were you saw how it yeah. were. I couldn't we, even watch you guys play that. We were into that a lot. That was fun. And, and I know Troll over there is not gonna play it. And no, the, Troll be like this. Rob the fake. The the other good thing to come out of this is that now like we don't have to worry about hearing about Konami anymore. Because, like, any time Konami would come up, the threads on, like, every forum would just be like, fuck Konami, fuck Konami. It was a hashtag. They're done. They're done. So, like, now we could just have threads about Kojima's new shit. And, like, maybe the first page or two will be fuck Konami, but, like, or, wow, Konami fucked up. But now it's like, yes, Kojima can go back to work. We can get some cool shit, and we can just keep, we can move forward from this. And so it's, like, the Konami saga is fucking done. That That's what I'm really happy about. Good. So, so I was yeah. getting tired of hearing about him. I heard so much about him this year. Yeah. But so I know we're definitely we're already way long. I don't know how we keep doing this. Uh, but let's brush on PlayStation Experience because we said we were going to talk about it. Let's do that real quick and then head out of here. Uh, did any of you guys watch it? I did not. I did nope. not. I need to go back and watch it. All right. So the bigger highlights out of this, just to skim, uh, there was no Last Guardian. Which was pretty surprising, uh, considering the impact that had on E3. And it wasn't at Gamescom either, but because it wasn't at Gamescom, people expected it to be at uh, PlayStation Experience. And just to give you a very brief history on PlayStation Experience, this, again, is the second year of this show, just like the Game Awards. This is a Sony-produced event. All PlayStation, nothing else. I mean, it's PlayStation VR, but it's all PlayStation-branded. They're not talking about TVs. They're not talking about computers. Nothing. Uh, it's all PlayStation, and it was in San Francisco this year. Um, and as, as always, just like they do at E3 and Gamescom, there was a keynote. Uh, they started off, I want to say, shit, how did they start off? I want to say Uncharted, maybe? Um, however they started off, uh, there was no Last Guardian, there was no Shenmue. So it was a bit more tame than I expected it to be, because I I really expected them to just keep going with the momentum that they built at E3 this year. But mm-hmm. what they did do that surprised me was they showed actual gameplay of Final Fantasy VII Remake. And mm-hmm. I expected at the most, at the most, was concept art. If they were going to do anything at all. But to actually show this game running an engine <laughs> on a PlayStation. I mean, we're assuming it's on a PlayStation. It could have been on a PC. But, mm-hmm. like, with a battle system, with, you know, actual gameplay graphics and a cutscene, English voice acting... For even the supporting characters of Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse, like, I was, I couldn't fucking believe it. And that was the biggest, uh, Final Fantasy, that was the biggest announcement, right, that went down? Was the gameplay of that. Was the gameplay of that, of the whole, yeah, gotcha. Um, so, what Square announced the day after was that the game is going to be released in installments. They yeah, have not used the episodes. term episodic. They have not Come used on, that term. Man. But the reason that they gave, and I buy it, is because it, it's it's one reason that it just won't fit on a disc. Like yeah. if they if they're gonna bring it to the graphical fidelity and like dense detail that a Final Fantasy game needs to be, it can't fit on a disc. Why can't it be multiple discs like the previous game? Because the game will never come out. Like on PlayStation Four, that game would never get. It, it would take so long for them to make if they did it. But the other reason is because they have said that they are adding and taking things out of this game. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not just an HD upgrade, right? 
Yeah. And further, they can't just take Advent Children, like the engine that they used to make the movie, and make a PlayStation game out of it. That shit is already six years old. Eight years yeah. old. So, like, that movie came out in 2000... No, oh, 2004, 2005? That shit came out a long time ago. So that's already dead. So they have to build this game from the ground up using Unreal Engine 4. Um, but... Uh, so, yeah, like, they've said that what they've said so far is that they're at least adding more to Midgar, which is the city you start out in. Mm-hmm. And in the original game nice. on PlayStation 1, all we got was Sector 7, Sector 5, a couple of subways, and when we return to Sector 0 in Disc 2, and, of course, the Sector 1 reactor that we blow up in the beginning of the game. So, like, we got five pieces of what is essentially a 16-plus piece city, if you want to break it down by district, and that was it. You know, we constantly saw how big the like the actual city, like the city itself was, but we never got to explore it. But they're saying that now we'll be able to explore a lot more of the city. So that's leading people to believe that the first installment, not episode, uh, ends when you escape Midgar from the Shinra building. I think it'll go a little bit further. I think that it'll end after the flashback when Cloud tells the story of Sephiroth when they're in Calm. Um, that seems like a better break point to me, uh, only because it sort of ends on a down note. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like that. Um, but, yeah, so it, some people were speculating that this game is going to be out by 2016. And given the fact that we've seen actual gameplay, it's very possible, especially if they're building it in installments. Because, And this also leads me to believe that they've had this game going for a while. Yeah. This is not something you shit out in four months. It looked pretty polished. Like, yeah, like, E3 was June, December, six months. You don't build a game and play it in six months. That's over a year of development right there, episodic or not. They keep so, it under wraps, man. Dude, the fact that they kept this game under wraps is insane. Yeah. Insane. <laughs> it is. Like, how do you do that? <laughs> English voice actors. Yeah. <laughs> what? As insane. I- so, um, not to completely change subject, Johnny, but as I was looking over the uh, the announcements and stuff, I noticed that Epic Games is making a MOBA. Is making a MOBA yeah. for oh, PlayStation, yeah. PS4, and PC. Guess who might be getting that beta key, son? There's there's gameplay on on the website, which was weird. They showed a trailer. I'm seeing. Yeah, I'm looking at that. And now. then had gameplay on their website, mm-hmm. and made no mention. Of there being gameplay available to watch. That's interesting. It's like you had to go looking for it. And it's like, why do that? Why not show the trailer and then at the end of the trailer say gameplay available on, what's the game called? Paragon. Uh, Paragon. Paragon. At ParagonGame.com or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, yeah, get me interested. Get me going to your site. Get me get me giving you clicks. It just seems weird. It, I'm, as I'm, I'm watching it right now, actually, the, the gameplay, and it reminds me, it looks more of like a... Smite. Yeah, it definitely had a Smite vibe to it yeah. from the CG trailer. Except more like shooting and stuff. But yeah, yeah, knowing that like Elias is, or Rick Shea has been doing stuff with uh, Epic Games, that's uh, that's. I'm not expecting it to do well. I really think we'll that see, Mo- like MOBAs are in a point now where shooters were like ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Granted, the esports landscape is way better than it was then, but like League of Legends and Dota are untouchable. It, it, I'll give you a better comparison. It's how WoW is with MMOs. 
Like, WoW still has millions of people playing it. Granted, it's not the 12, 13 million it was in Wrath, and it never will be again. But there are millions of people playing that, and hundreds of thousands. The the difference is just so big. I don't think this game will ever... Yeah, I mean, is Travis sleeping? Troll, wake up! (laughs) I'm listening. I don't think that this game is really going to take off. Yeah, and like I like Epic. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm excited yeah. for everything that Unreal, Unreal Tournament Four is doing, especially with the new ESL gig. But I don't hey. think Paragon's hey. going to take off. I yeah, I, I, like I really ESL have no hope for this game. That's hmm? good. ESL That's just just added Unreal Tournament pre alpha to their to their list. Yeah, going to be doing cups, uh, ladders. I don't I don't expect Paragon to take off at all. I uh. As I watched the trailer and the stuff, it, nothing looks too crazy, and it, I, it's kind of. I think was, I think Smite will will beat it. Yeah, I mean, like I agree. It, it's like League, Dota, Smite. And it's already established, and it's already it's it looks the same. It's already established, so it's gonna be hard for something to <gasps> top it like that. But yeah. I'm sure it'll probably be a good game. It'll probably be a good game. But I agree. I do agree with you. That, that seems like it's coming into a flooded uh, genre already as it is. Yeah. The, the final been... the, the final thing that I wanted to talk about from PSX was PlayStation VR. Um, yeah, I noticed there's, there was a lot of that stuff. I haven't been sold on VR this whole time. Don't Which is wrong, virtual, like, virtual reality, if you yes. don't know what we're talking about. And this was the former... Uh, I forget what it used to be called now that it's just straight up called PlayStation VR. Is it Oculus? No, it's PlayStation's proprietary thing. It says an Oculus. Oh, okay. Um, but... There have been some, like, I'm really glad that they're taking this as, like, a full technology development and not just a gimmick. Like, and that's how it's been since since Oculus, right? Like, yeah. it's never been just like, oh, look at this goofy little gimmick. We're going to give you TVs uh, that have VR, like they did with 3D TVs. This is, like, a real fucking thing here. Like, VR is here. And there were a couple things that they showed at PSX. One was Res, which is a game that was out a long time ago. I think it was PS2. I didn't play it, but I'm f- I remember the name. And they had a, the creator of the game out on stage in this crazy, like, in the 90s or 80s, how you'd imagine virtual reality to be, like this crazy light-up yeah. silver suit. And apparently the suit has haptic feedback in it, so this dude was actually doing shit with his suit rather than just having this goofy-looking suit and playing the game. But he had the PlayStation headset on, and then as he was playing in Res, you have to shoot uh, blocks, I think, and mm-hmm. he missed a block. He missed a sequence of blocks. So what he did was this is a rail shooter, right? And rail shooters are typically always moving forward, and you can never go behind. Mm-hmm. He physically turned around and got what he left behind him as it was, like, getting pushed into the distance. <laughs> That's only possible in VR. Like, yeah, you could always, like, move a right, move the right stick and, like, you know, if that's yeah. controlling the camera, like, turn behind you. But, like, for a rail shooter, that is, like, really changing the way you think about that. Mm-hmm. So the game looked great. And, like, I would probably get motion sickness playing this game because you're flying around nothing, like a void, and it's just ridiculous. You get but motion th- sickness playing Unreal Tournament. Yeah. Uh, Five seconds. The <laughs> other game, for you. it was called, I want to say, E-Valkyrie. Eve Valkyrie game. I, hmm. Excuse me a second. Yes, Eve, Val- Eve Valkyrie. It's made by the guys who made uh, Eve Online. And it is a first-person space shooter. Like, you're in the cockpit of a, of a spaceship. 
You played that, right, Troll? A little bit, yeah. Gotcha. You're in the cockpit of a of a spaceship doing dogfights in space, and it's in VR. <laughs> and the reviews crazy. that I've read of this thing, everybody's like, I can't express to you in words how good this feels. And that's like what I keep seeing about VR is that it feels good, it feels good, it feels good. Not that it plays good or it controls well. It's that it feels good. And that's what games have always been missing is like a like a physical manifestation of you inside of a game. And apparently yeah. this game shits on that concept. Like, you want to do it right, this is how you do it. Yeah. So it, And the, the gameplay I've seen looks unbelievable. I'll have to check. And this is just straight for PlayStation 4, PlayStation, right? No, this is PlayStation VR. It's oh, a it's like its own thing. system. Yeah. Okay. It's supposed to come out this year, or 2016. Interesting. How much did they have a price on it? They have not set a price. I'm imagining <laughs> 250 to 300. I mean, that's not bad. I don't know. I have to. I I really haven't looked into it too much. That sounds. I've always been like you said, gimmicky. It seems gimmicky. Uh, I'll have to see. Yeah. Did this Eve Valkyrie was the game that changed my mind on VR? Like this is the game that sold me on. If I have the money, I'm getting it. Okay. <coughs> well, good. Then I'll try it out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put oh, it up. I'll try it. We'll put it up on our YouTube page that you guys should uh check out if we Subscribe. could. Yeah, you job squad medium. But uh anyway, cool. So do you have anything else uh about experience, PlayStation experience? No, I just found a Fantasy 7 and VR. That was really cool. it. Cool. Yeah, and that that Paragon, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I obviously I hope the best That cause... ended the show by the way. Paragon. Did it end the show? Okay. That was like the big thing at the end of the show. Well, I mean, Epic Games, that's local for us uh, around here. So I obviously hope the best for them, but I don't know if that's MOBAs or you already know. Just like you said, I agree 100% what you said with uh, comparison with WoW and uh, MMOs. Yeah, maybe this will get MOBAs onto console, but... That's true. That's uh, the other thing that I want to say, because I know Smite's doing that too, though. That's the thing. the Storm is too. That's right, yes. I'm actually Oh, no, Overwatch. No, his Overwatch. Is Overwatch, sorry. My bad. Damn. Cause I actually played Heroes of the Storm some and I I I thoroughly enjoy Heroes of the Storm. But of course I feel like it's wasted time because you got League of Legends and nothing's gonna top League of Legends out there in that genre right now. Yeah. Don't so don't don't even start that shit. Yeah. I feel like if you can get invested in it on your own and you're not looking to play like, if you're not looking to play a MOBA because everybody's playing a MOBA, like, if you like Paragon for Paragon, it, I'm not explaining that super well, but it's like how I play Quake and still instead of going to, like, Unreal 4. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, or it's because I like... Yeah, it's because yeah, because I like Quake, and it's just, like, I'm a Quake player. Yeah. And it's, you know, I'm not going to go to other games. So if you can get like that for Paragon, then sure, it's going to be the game for you. But I just don't see it doing super well in the, in the MOBA space. Unless it somehow brings a bunch of people to PlayStation. True. Yeah. And I that's one thing I've heard that people, a lot of people talk about is getting these these big games like that into the into the uh console uh setting, which would be awesome. Sure. But that's pretty cool that they're actually doing that. But whew, Okay guys. Fuck. I don't know how we're doing this. This show went on longer than the last one. No, I don't think it did. No, I don't think so. No way. The last I mean, one was like re- two and a half, three hours. Remember, we had to cut out the pre-screen verdict, though. It ended yeah. up being an hour and a half exactly. So Yeah, after you had already cut it down. 
Yeah, the our, the final show was an hour and a half. This one's already over that. But so. it was two hours. <clears throat> True. With pre-screen with verdict the, after yes. your cuts. Yes, and uh, for those listening or watching, we're, we try to aim for an hour, and you see what's <laughs> happening. We have so much to talk about. We just can't do it. And I don't know about you guys. I I th- like throughout the week. I I just get pumped. I really enjoyed doing the show. Uh, I did. It's a ton of fun. Yeah, I know I, that I don't yeah. show my excitement during the week, but I do love doing this. Yeah, and oh, in future shows, we will have another guest with us, so it's going to be yeah, great. Yeah, actually, hopefully, we have, well, I don't know, we probably don't want to mention stuff if we don't know 100%, right? Probably don't. Oh, I know 100%. We'll have another guest with oh, us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was we talking will. about next week's possible guest. Yeah, we're hoping uh, to have... I'm talking about after the New Year's, uh, we will have a guest sitting right here with me. Oh, will we? Okay. Yeah. Katie? No, <laughs> we are getting a puppy. Oh, that, is that yeah. the announcement that you had to tell that us? That is the announcement. Yeah. Cool. Wow. What kind of dog? What kind? Purebred yellow lab. Nice. Cool, man. Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. You guys got the name picked out already? Finn. Finn. Cool. Finn. <laughs> oh, Where did man. that come I remember when you were like Star saying Wars. names earlier. I don't remember you ever. Finn or Hooper. Hooper, she didn't because she couldn't go for. Wait. Did you what take did... Finn from Star Wars? No, I just I was thinking of Finn way before even Star Wars. We even knew the main character's name. I remember you talking to me about names, but I don't remember you ever telling me Finn. I was thinking Brody, but she thought that was Brody. Mm, One of Brody done. really bad. Are you getting a male? I guess. Yep, male. Cool. I guess yeah. Finn's a Finn's a male. Oh, name, Finn. So. That's that's my that's my Bloodborne character's name too. Are Finn. You, so are you getting the dog for Christmas? January twenty second. Oh, sweet. Oh, we'll be we'll have we'll have shows for that. My Bloodborne yeah. character's name is Noodles. That's, Noodles. That's almost as bad as uh, Garrett and Captain Caveman. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. Captain Caveman. Charles. Charles. <laughs> Best name ever. Just Charles. Those are the days. Those are the days. Yeah. Adorna. <laughs> there you go. But, uh, so, Alistair. Uh, so, we're going to have to close the show out. We're going to close the, sh- <laughs> close the Shut show. Up. Uh, Hard um, cut. Anybody? Yeah. <laughs> and roll credits. Uh, so anybody? Um, uh, plugs. Plugs. Real quick. Anybody got some plugs they want to throw out? Bow, bow, bow. Go for it if you do. Elias, you can start. If you have any, you don't have to. You don't have to say a damn word if you don't want to. Oh uh, yeah! Don't forget to follow us on YouTube. Was it Job Squad Media? Subscribe. Is it Job Squad? This guy don't even. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at Twitter at uh, what is it? At I two I C zero C H E T. There you go. I know it's really. Hard to yeah. Type that's that nineteen ninety five elite. Is there a graphic up there for me? Yeah. Yes, there's a graphic. All right, good. At least somebody's helping me out here. The, the yeah. Twitter names are always displayed. And by the way, that's only if you're watching on YouTube. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That again. That's true. True. Gotta plug that again. Anything I else? Try, I, I will try to start streaming some UT four pre alpha. Cool. And then probably in the new year. I'm just waiting for the holidays to settle yeah. in. Yeah, we're going in the holidays. Yeah, that makes sense. Me and Finn gonna be kicking it, playing yeah. some. UT4. There you oh, go. That that's, that's awesome. the test for having children is a dog. I hope you know. Hey, I don't know what your dog mouth. Let's hope it, I'm just gonna <laughs> fifteen year commitment, man. <laughs> yeah. And I'm I'm gonna I'm actually trying to look for another job so so I can actually stay at home. <laughs> trying to live the SJC life? Yeah, yeah buddy, yeah. Absolutely. Trying to cage. Oh man, that's be nice. Awesome. You can walk around naked all day. That's true. I'm pretty sure Finn would probably be like, I don't know who this owner is, but he's... You better get that dick out of my face. 
I didn't ask that toy today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make that shit squeak. <laughs> uh, troll, you got any? Troll, you got any plugs you want to throw out? Oh, uh, no, no, no plugs. Okay, no problem. Follow him on Twitter at hiatus troll. Yeah, he's a tweeting machine. He, he's a tweeting machine. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> tweeting machine. He's the best navigator in a baby. No, never. <laughs> Worst navigator in the history of life. John, plugs. You, uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at SJCage. Uh, I don't have any new videos this week. Uh, I have a couple of vanilla World of Warcraft exploration videos that I need to get to. I already have it recorded. I literally just need to do the voiceover and edit it. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't really been streaming. I've I bought Xenoblade Chronicles. I haven't even really played it. I played the intro. I don't know. I'm going back to New York, though, for the holidays, so if I do have a video, it's either going to be quick this week or after the new year. Uh, but, yeah. Be sure to tune in next week for the uh, Star Wars show, though. Yeah, and seeing how you are going out of town, I, it's a funny thing. If you do watch this on YouTube, I'll be in uh, Yeah, I'll be in John's room because he's got the whole setup of the what we record on. So I'll be in his room, and he'll be laptop in New York, so that's going to be a funny little uh, change of pace yeah. that we're going to be going with. But, nice. Yeah. Um, anything else? You good? No, that's it. Cool. Uh, well, obviously, um, you can follow me, Jake, a.k.a. Bomber, at, uh, at the Tech Direct on uh, Twitter. But if you want to follow me, do it. If you don't, go to hell. But the main thing I really want to talk about, I discovered this website not too long ago that I'm really getting into, um, a movie. This is not sponsored, by the way. No, it's just I just want to throw this out there because it's so it's to me it's like super fun. It's called letterboxd.com, but it's L E T T E R B O X D.com. And you go in there and you can rate movies, you can you can create lists, you click on movies you've seen. It's like you get a whole catalog of like your history of movies you've watched over your life. I, it's like it's, it's a social media thing for like movies and whatnot. It's called Your Life. It's like subtitles, Your Life in Film. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun with that, and I just discovered it like last week. So if anybody's into that kind of stuff, um, I would check it out. It's a lot of fun. If you want to add me because you can add friends, uh, Bomb Striker is my, uh, my username. If you want to send me a friend request, that'd be cool. I don't have any friends yet because I just created my account. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's really cool if you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> this is a desperate Clive. Cry for help. Yeah. <laughs> I have no friends. Please, God. Um, other than that, uh, I, I'm on another podcast, a uh, wrestling podcast called Jobber Radio. But if you're listening to this on iTunes, you already know that because we're in the same uh, little feed, I guess you what you call it. But I'm on there with Reckless Eatings, Matt Zion, uh, Peanut, and Rab. And uh, it's a lot of fun. Wrestling podcast. If you're in that kind of thing, check it out. But if you don't listen on iTunes, we're on Reckless Eatings' YouTube page. They're kind of famous, unlike us, but, you know, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, other than that, that's that's kind of stuff I'm doing right now, checking out. But anybody got anything else to close the show? Are we good? Thanks I'm for good, uh, man. watching and listening. Be sure to follow yeah. us. Yeah, guys. Uh, like I said, um, we will be here next week, Star Wars episode. After that, we're going to take a break for the end of the year. We'll come back, I hope, first week of January. We'll confirm that. Follow us on Twitter. We'll let you know. Um at Job Squad Media. And all right, guys, I guess thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week with a Star Wars special.
See ya. See ya. Later.